Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast with Jason and Mike. I'm Jason. And we're coming to you from the Pud Cave located here at Game Swap in beautiful downtown LinkedIn in the great state of North Carolina. Mike, what is going on today, brother? It is Saturday, the first day of fall. It really feels like fall this week. Yeah. yeah. In the mornings. <laughs> yeah. The evenings, I think they kind of, uh, you know. About noontime, it's, it's a whole different story. It's a little bipolar, man. I think Mother Nature's <laughs> yeah. suffering. She needs some damn whatever to get people bipolar. <laughs> bipolar pills. Pills, yeah, man. Here you go, Mother Nature. Eat that shit. Eat it. <laughs> Y'all, we in a mood today, guys. <laughs> After this week. We've had a hell of a week. We both had some pretty wild weeks, man. Not in a good way either. Just, uh, we made it. We made it. We got one to look forward to We're coming here. up. We're here. <laughs> it's early. I know you've had a hell of a week. I've had a hell of a week. We have both had a less than a stellar weeks, but you know what? We're going to take it out on you, Puzz, today. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers! But <Yeah. laughs> No, we love you guys. We love you. We appreciate y'all listening. All, all ten of y'all, we appreciate yeah, Exactly. <laughs> no, retail, man. Retail <laughs> this week is... You get characters. Well, you had a hell of a character this week, didn't you, Mike? Oh, my God. <laughs> Why don't you tell the boss a little bit about this guy? <laughs> well, Mike, scooter to the scooter guy? Scooter to scooter. <laughs> scoot to scooter. Oh, my God. <laughs> Sounds more like scoot the fucking meth head. Oh, jeez. This guy. <laughs> he, you know, just brings in just, uh, just a different array of stuff. You know, just loose disc stuff. Stuff I don't even deal with, mostly. Wasn't it a foot massager one of the... Uh... He brought in a fucking foot massager. <laughs> that didn't even have hot water. No. Motherfucker might as well have had a bucket. <laughs> tries to pawn that off. He tries to pawn it off on the, the, the guys sitting out in front of the coffee shop next door. And, you know, he pulls this fucking thing. I don't know if it's if, if it's something about scooters, guys on scooters, people with scooters, that just think they they just have a whole different set of rules. Oh, I do. oh well, I think there's a lot of people out there that think they have a lot of different sets of rules. But, it's, but the scooter crowd. The scooter crowd. And I'm not saying anything. You got a scooter. And, and, and you do it right, man. And, and, and scooter and responsibly. <laughs> Scoot responsibly and obey the, the laws of the scooter and the regular highway traffic. I just wish they'd make them motherfuckers go, I mean, at a decent speed. I don't care if it goes. I don't think it needs to go any faster than what it is. <laughs> you may be right. I bro. mean, you, you know. know. They still piss me the hell off of man. <laughs> I'm like, you know, we always call them well, liquor sickles, you know, because yeah. when you oh, lose your oh, license, you know why. you'd get a fucking yeah. moped. Well, that motherfucker yeah. got busted, you know, yeah. DUI. You, you know, if you can't afford a car. It's you cool, know, I mean, cause cool. I mean, are hey. freaking ridiculous. Amen. And you got to do what you got to do, man. Yeah, I mean, that, exactly. that's, that's for sure. But for, yeah. no, we're not judging, is what no, we're saying. No, no. But for the most part, there is a... A, uh, a subset. <laughs> I, I would say there there's that stereotype that, that tends to be true. Sometimes, man, unfortunately, in certain, certain situations and certain subsets of culture, like in the scooter community... Sometimes these stereotypes, unfortunately, have a little bit of truth to them. At least for the scooter. The scooters out there. Scoot the scooters. That is a great PC explanation. Thank for you, sir. That. Thank you, sir. I, man, goddamn, I worked on that. So I'm these, really struggling. So these jackasses <laughs> these with scooters. These fucking assholes. <laughs> these jackasses with scooters. This, this jackass, all right? He doesn't find a regular parking spot. 
No, he, ta- he takes it up on the sidewalk. Well, that's because it's his rules. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody else can do it, but that motherfucker can. Tell him he can't. <laughs> I mean, there are signs around that says you can't have a bike. Right, right. What's well, not a bike? Uh, <laughs> a skateboard. <laughs> okay. Even rollerblades. Right, right. I don't know who the hell's rollerblading anymore. I've not seen a rollerblade since <laughs> 1998. <laughs> since the inline craze, you know, went out. No. But yeah, unfortunately, there's nowhere on that side that says, hey, don't take your scooters on the <laughs> sidewalk. Well, goddamn, I guess it's cool. <laughs> I guess it's all right. It's like the whole, like, no shirt, no shoes, and motherfucker walks in with no pants. <laughs> so I'll park this scooter right in front of the, 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 the big window here in the store. <laughs> I'm just glad you didn't put it through the fucking window, man. So <laughs> he's carrying this foot massager on the front. He's got all his, you know, various other stuff in the back, in the in the hideaway. Yeah, right. <laughs> on the back. <laughs> Saddlebags, if you will. Oh, my God. <laughs> and he just comes in like a ball of light. And, you know, he just, oh, I got to sell this. I'm heading to. Sped up. I, I couldn't tell if he was heading to Asheville or Nashville. Probably Asheville, man. Uh, well, I mean, it could well, be. Who knows? Well, Brother's, brother's got a long way to go on a scooter. <laughs> Bro, especially Nashville. Now, have you seen these things? Yeah, I know you have. They piss you off. Could you imagine this thing going up a mountain? Up fucking 40. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ, man. Get a fucking 18-wheeler behind that motherfucker. Now, imagine him on the way down, though. He'd be a little bit better on the well, way down, you know. you know. But putting up at some putting, uh, literally putting <laughs> up at some of a bitch. <laughs> poop, poop, poop. Oh, fuck you, man. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. I hope he makes it. it. I if hope it, he does, if it man. Makes it. I just hope he. Do- I hope he made it, man. I mean, I'm figuring he's probably about right outside of Hickory by now. <laughs> well, no, those things are made for the long duration trip. I, they, well, now, man, don't ever underestimate a meth head, because my God, if anybody can get that some bitch up a mountain, it will be a meth head. Say what you will about meth heads, you know, I don't condone it, obviously, but sometimes the motherfuckers make the impossible possible. Yeah, I mean, don't underestimate. Them. Well, you know, man, uh, I think I told you this story. I'll tell it for the puds. Me and a, a good friend of ours, Rob Monday, or Rob McGallar. I always call him Rob Monday. He'll always be Rob Monday to me. Mm-hmm. Good guy, man. One, one of the best friends we've got. Uh, one of the first times we got back kind of in touch, you know, I went and picked him up. We came down here to link to hang out with you guys. And I think there was something, the wrestling show was going on, you know. Yeah. And, uh, well, man, the first place we stopped is this little uh, um, this little Costa Rican place beside Tacos and Tequila here in Lee. It's called Arcadia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wonderful yeah. food. By the way, yeah. people, if you're out there and you want a new... and I, They ain't paying me for this. I, I, right, I might right, send her yeah. ass a bill. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I, just promote, I just gave y'all a little but plug you here. you would like to chip in to put for us hey, to put you, know, you over. You know, you know, we could always use an extra mic cable, people, I'm just saying. Yeah. But, uh, but not this, this place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, this place is amazing. It's Costa Rican food. It's called Arcadia. But anyway, me and Robbie go in here, and uh, we eat, you know, and everything. No, no, I'm sorry, man. It was before we even made it in the building, because Robbie's like, Jesus, man, I've been in LinkedIn for 15 minutes. <laughs> and then this happens. This, oh, yeah, you yeah, know okay, what I'm talking yeah, about. Okay, yeah, Man, yeah, yeah. this guy comes power walking. He catches eyes with oh. me over at the laundry. Now, people who, who may not be familiar, I'd say it's a good... I don't know, man, 50, 60 yards out, I'd say maybe about half of a football field, give or take, yeah. uh, give or take, you know. And, uh, man, this guy catches eyes with me and Rob, and he straight power walks. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you he can, sees the marks. Oh, oh, the marks, bro, are in goddamn session. And he walks up, and this guy is beat red. He, he, he a little bit on the redneck side, you can tell <laughs> it. He is talking 100 miles an hour. Uh-huh. He had to come down. 
and beat the hell out of her, his daughter's boyfriend, because he beat her. So he broke his motherfucking jaw, man, as they put it to me. Right, right. And, I mean, he's telling me all this shit, and he needs to get $20 to get back to Gastonia because he's out of gas. And he's like, yeah, I beat the hell out of this motherfucker. And uh, he's like, man, buy something off the back of my truck. And I'm like, at this point, bro, I was like, okay. Like, you know, and I'm like, well, maybe there's a deal, you know. Hey, this guy had every as-seen-on-TV product in the back of his truck, man. I'm talking. I ended up buying the one of them hoses, one of them flat hoses that you could store really good. It was the first thing I could grab, man. I'm not going to lie to yeah. you. I just grabbed the first item. But as he's kind of leaving, you know, and I give him the money. I just want to get him the hell out of there. But, dude, this guy had, like, a, a water filter back there, man. He had, uh, like I said, all the as-seen-on-TV uh-huh. products. And they're all still in the plastic. Yeah, Snuggie. <laughs> he might have, man. He may have. If he did, I'm going to be really mad I didn't get that. Yeah. Yeah. But I got the hose. It was the first thing because, man, it's like me and Robertson. Like, dude, I just want this guy. I had the money. I did. I was okay at the time. I was like, here, dude, get back to Gastonia. You, you whipped your, your daughter's boyfriend's ass, yeah. which he went into much detail over that. But, yeah, in other words, people say off meth. I mean, yeah. if, if the puzz. I mean, you know. <laughs> the, the puzz uh, moral of the day, just say no to meth. I mean, smoke a joint. That's cool. Yeah. Drink some beer. That's cool. I mean, just stay away from the meth. <laughs> I think unless you got good deals, yeah, exactly. unless you got some well, good shit I mean, to sell, you know. You know. Well, <laughs> yeah, that that would bring up a whole new episode of, you know, would this math problem be around if 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 marijuana was legalized? Well, well, first of all, let's call it by its proper name, Mike Payne. It's cannabis. Okay, marijuana is actually steeped in the racist aspect of its uh, of its being outlawed. It's prohibition. This is why we need an episode on this. Oh, we will have an episode on this. Way deeper than oh, what yeah. you would ever think. If we do an episode on that, you know, I may be in a different state of mind doing that episode. <laughs> well, you know how I feel about it. Yes. I mean, you know, I obviously I think it's not not just because I do partake. You know, I'd admit it. I don't care. I mean, it's right. not like it's not the fucking fifties anymore. No. You know, I mean, I admit it. I mean, but to me, it's more of a common sense thing at this point. Mm-hmm. It's like, come on, people. We're already seeing it in, in a quarter of the country. You know, half as far as medical goes. Right. It's, it's really time to um, just get our heads out of our collective asses and, and start having some common sense, man. Once again, people will look at me and be like, well, you just say that because you like to smoke. And, and there's truth well, in that, obviously. There, but there is some truth. I mean, obviously, I'm going to have a bias. All right. But then again, Mike, sure. you don't. I don't. You have I have. It. You have. I have. Man, I could probably count on a hand, maybe two, and we've always hung out. And I can, I mean, really, man, you've not smoked. You had a phase at one time. Oh, yeah, I yeah. I remember we oh, did yeah, have for a phase. Sure. Yeah. But, man. Well, There's definitely more than a hand. Oh, well, uh, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're right, you're right. But yeah. But, but, but I, I don't, and no. I haven't, and probably, I don't know, oh, my God. Uh, 20 years? No. Been a little bit more recent. Yeah, damn, I'm not that old. <laughs> Well, I don't know, man. I mean, uh, ten. I would say, wow. Uh, let's see, twelve, fifteen years. Really? Well, yeah. and there, and there you go. And you yeah. still understand, and you even have that experience, so you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, who's ever smoked a joint and like, oh my god, now I gotta go rob a liquor store? Right. You know. I mean, who's smoked a joint and got in a fight? Yeah. Hell, man. You know, once again. I got a sm- yeah, you know, smoke a joint. I gotta play Tetris. Uh, and eat. Or, or I gotta play. 
I gotta play something. I play how many Oreos can yeah. I stuff in my mouth at yeah. one time? <laughs> <laughs> that's my that's my biggest issue with the with the thing, man. But I got <laughs> I gotta play this Black Sabbath that vinyl. Yes, I gotta. Yes, yes, I gotta play side one of yeah. the debut album, which is a tremendous album. I gotta paint this wall. <laughs> yes, actually, I don't know, man. That takes a little bit. One thing I'll say. No, I use, oh no. Uh-uh. Would you go? Oh God, yeah. See, I get sorry, oh, yeah, man. God, and dude. I love I love playing my music high now. Yeah. Now I love playing my bass, but man, as far as doing like labor oh no oh <laughs> sir <laughs> no no that was that was some of my funnest times were just hitting that game and, and to me it's weird because painting is that 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 relaxing yes, yes. therapeutic it's just and yeah, you, it goes hand in hand yeah. with me yeah and, and you know man like and it really depends on the mood the strain as well you know there's different strains now so obviously there's mm-hmm. some that that do put you on the couch and there's others that oh, can yeah. give you a little bit of a a boost but you know the one thing i've always said about using and i know this uh, this episode isn't just about let's put over, yeah. over cannabis <laughs> you know for the whole show but for me man uh as a as a person who tries to play music i i I've very seldom call myself a musician, and if I do, I say it with kind of quotes around it. But, you know, it does open up the creativity. You know, when I was uh, writing in a wrestling show, man, I never went to a, a booking or a writing meeting sober. Never. Right. Never. Right. I felt it was detrimental to the product. Yeah. And, and I mean, and it worked. Yeah. I mean, we had good stuff. Now, obviously, you know, I had partners and everything, but, man, you know, I did contribute, and yeah. I contribute high as a motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Every time, man, I mean, I'd put that some bitch out in the parking lot. <laughs> you yep. know what I mean? Go in and help create some pretty good shit. That's right. You know? I mean, I like to think. And, uh, yep. and, you know, once again, man, you talk about, like, especially when you compare it to alcohol, they condone, endorse, and encourage drug of choice in society. Mm-hmm. You can't even start comparing, man. Right. I mean, you, you can't even put those two side by side. I see. Now, that's where we're flip side opposites because you do not drink. I don't. I haven't had a drink in almost two years now. Yeah. It'd be, in fact, brother, damn, six days. Wow. Six days, it'll be two years on the dot, man. Wow. September 28th of two years ago is the last time I, I right. had a drink, and that was one beer. And I drank it with Jacob Stone, man, hey. Josh Ward. There you go. That's the best last beer I could have was with that man right there, brother. It, right. That was a good... That was a good uh, capstone to it. I'm like, and, hey man, I'm gonna drink my last beer with that man because I I love I love Josh Ward to death, man. Yeah, I, I'm, he's getting a shout out this week. I don't think we've given a J Dub a shout out, man. But Josh is good people. Oh yeah, and um, and I'm proud to say my last beer was with Josh Ward. Right, and I'm and I'm just proud to say it was my last beer yeah. too. You know, on top of that, but I do nowhere near what I did when I was younger. Oh, shit, man. Bro. And that was, you know, and that was a problem. <laughs> well, we had fun. Well, we had, we had fun. fun. Uh, but yeah, a back then, back then it was it was a problem. It, yeah. yeah. Me and you both, uh, we were kind of on that same It level. was a you know, it was all the time go go go. <laughs> every night, bro. We yeah. partied every night. Yeah. I mean, we really did. But, you know, now I do it more to just relax. Just take the just edge that, off, man. Just that relax at the end of the day. Yes. Boom. You know, I'm kind of like that with, with the, the uh, cannabis, you know. It's something, because I, I, too, have had problems with it. And even today, man, I have to discipline myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's go ahead and put something on the table as far as cannabis goes right now. It's not the perfect, quote-unquote, drug. I don't even like calling it a drug, but it's, right, not the, yeah. it's not the perfect substance. It does have drawbacks, man. There are side effects. Mm-hmm. It, it's the, the best way, in my opinion, to live is to live sober. But Jesus Christ, who wants to do that? <laughs> I mean, that's how I look at it, man. It's like, I don't want to do that. Hey, you, know? you, got, you got all your vices, though. Everybody I mean, has a you, vice. You go, you look at caffeine, you look at nicotine. Food. Food. Sex. Yeah. I mean, I um, mean 
working out, man. There's people out there who are addicted to working out too right. much, which actually yeah. can break your body down. Yeah. I mean, once again, it does that. Yeah. You know, that's one thing because I'll see and supplements. I don't, supplement, yes, sir, absolutely. And you know, I don't consider myself a pothead. I consider myself a cannabis enthusiast, right? Because a pothead will be like, oh no, nah, man, it cures cancer. It doesn't have any side effects. It's all good. No, nah, man, it can demotivate right. you. It can make you sorry as shit. Mm-hmm. It cannot cure cancer. Right. I, I guess, man. I'm saying that as more of a, I, I guess it's. But it, it's it's. And to me, it's such a better alternative than the the medical or the pharmacy. The pharmaceutical, the drugs. Pharmaceutical uh, pills and drugs, you know. You know, that's what I have it. And and I'm not calling nobody out. Man, in fact, on on the podcast, I don't want to call anybody out, but I do want to give an example. I have a friend or or some friends, and they they don't use, you know, they don't use cannabis. A couple of them, you know, will take pills for certain things, you know, anxiety, uh, depression, things of this nature. Um, that's, that's what I use my cannabis for, man. I use it to help take that edge off. It does make me turn my brain off just long enough to where I'm not fucking banging my head against the wall all the time. It helps me. Without a doubt, it will help me sleep. Now I'll, I'll say the side effects, it's not perfect. It will cure insomnia. You know, that is a hundred percent, but you know, some people will judge and look down. Oh my God, why are you doing that? You know, it's cause it's illegal. And I understand that's really, and it's the years of uh, propaganda and the years of indoctrination. But then, you know, they have no problem not only taking all these truly mind-just-altering drugs, right. man, that dig deep. Yeah. I mean, this stuff digs in deep, man. Yeah. It rewires you. Yeah. And they have no problem not only doing it themselves, but to tell other people to do that. And I'm like, right. or you can just smoke a fucking joint. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's I have not. Opinion, I, you know? I have never been in... Uh Never been into the the pills or, or anything and for you know any any reason for it. the the farthest I think I've gotten is goodie powders. Yeah, here's here's yeah, the thing with yeah. pills I hate taking pills of any kind, right? Any kind, aspirin, you know, gel caps, anything. whatever. Because I have a terrible gag reflex. Right, I right, cannot right. swallow a pill. Right, I just can't. It's just it sucks. And right. that's why I like goodies because they're in powder form and. Go straight down, boom, right and in the system. And they knock that son of a bitch out yes, too, bro. Do. I had a little goody powder problem. Yeah, well, I I did too at one point. <laughs> you know, I've wondered because I have another friend, Katie Putnam. We're gonna give her a shout mm-hmm. out. You know, I don't still don't think she's listened to us yet. God damn it! So maybe this one will get her to listen. Yeah. Um. But you know, me and her both, and I know you as well. But me and her have both especially had a goody powder problem. Mm-hmm. She ended up in the hospital. Really? Yeah, with some ulcers and stuff. I mean, it actually finally put her in the hospital. Wow. And we were talking. I'm like, why? Why are we addicted? Why do we keep taking these things? Yeah. Now, I've actually chilled out on them, man. I, I took oh, one yeah, with you the sure. other day, yeah. you know. Yeah. But, I mean, bro, I could go through uh, a 50-pack in a week. I mean, no no problem. That's, that's I mean, big. just, just uh, pop yeah. them, man, four yeah. or five a day. You All know? right. I never got up that high. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I, you know, I would do like the two a day. You know, right. Probably usually one in the morning, one in the evening. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of the, it's <laughs> another one of those things. It's one of those boosts, you know, because it's got the... The caffeine in it. And the aspirin. Yeah. That aspirin thins your blood, man, yeah. so it gets that little boot. And it's not as much caffeine as you think. I looked at It's about a, a third of a cup of coffee, but right. it's concentrated. Yeah. And it thins that blood, and, bro, it hits you. And I feel mm-hmm. it, man. When I take a goodie, I yeah. get that, like, ooh, okay. You yeah. Know? And, and, it's a, and it's anti-inflammatory, so, you know, if you do have aches and pains, it does help knock them out. But right. there is something about those things, and I think it's the ritual 
of taking a good. I think a lot of quote unquote addiction can maybe even be broken down into Could ritual. Be. Yeah. You know, because it's not like popping a pill. Man, right. you take it out. Like I would always keep mine in my wallet. Yeah. So I'd have this big production. I pulled my wallet out. All I right. came to a certain place. I'd pull it out. I slam it on the table. <laughs> I mean, really, I did. I went through this every time I, I would this. take one. Uh, you, you know, you've seen yep. it a million times, yep. brother. You know, then I'd open it up, and then I wouldn't use water because I wanted to be the cool dog. Oh no! And I, so I could dry tooth it, as they yeah. used to call uh-uh. it back in the day. And, Cannot. Uh, and brother, you talk about really fucking your stomach up. I oh mean, you, yeah. You're not using anything to cut it. Uh-uh. I mean, you're just. <laughs> no, I'm not that brave. I'm just glad I, I haven't wound up in the hospital yeah. yet. No, it's, yeah. <laughs> uh-uh. no. <laughs> well, my brother, you, you want to keep talking about drugs, or do you want to? <laughs> hey, man. Hey. <laughs> we'll, we'll go whatever. <laughs> well, I tell you, man. It's we, a Saturday. It is Saturday, brother. I mean, goddamn party, you know, party time on Saturday morning. I mean, hell, man, I'm usually fucked up as hell by 8.30 on a Saturday morning. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, I know, we're, we're doing these whole Saturday things now. The reason we're doing this one is because oh, yes. my daughter, uh, my beautiful daughter's birthday is tomorrow. That's right. Little so buggy. Not, do, not doing it. the podcast on a Sunday where we usually do it. I think we're more chilled out on Sunday. So, yeah, we'll, we'll get back <laughs> on a regular. <laughs> we'll get back. I think that was just Lord's Day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But we'll definitely get back on schedule right. next week. Uh, and I think, man, we, we come in earlier on Saturday. You know, you up in the store earlier. So, yeah. you know, that's probably got a little bit to do with it, too, yeah. man. I'm freshly caffeinated, you know. Yeah. Usually by the time I get here on Sunday, I've already kind of leveled out. Oh, yeah. You know, now, I mean, I'm buzzing <laughs> like a motherfucker right now. But, well, hell, we'll switch it up every now and again. We'll put the, we'll put the chill. Yeah. We'll put the chill episode in. Then we'll, we'll just put the full-blown boom. The Saturday, Saturday morning fuck y'all episode. Saturday morning rants. <laughs> Fuck all y'all. So to y'all that listen, man, we love you. We really, you know, Mike, before we go, let's just say that, man. Thank you guys again. If you're listening, Jeff Blackwell is another one I want to give a shout out to this week, oh, Mike. Yeah. Sweet Feathery Jesus is his podcast. I've only listened to one episode, I must admit. I've only listened to one. Dude, it's hilarious, bro. Yeah. I was loving that. They actually had Bane from Batman. I don't want to get too much away. I want people to check it out for themselves. Mm-hmm. But they had Bane from Batman, who is now a life coach. It's hilarious, man. I mean, dude, I'm at work, you know, quote unquote work, you know, because I can listen to a podcast. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I wasn't really working, but uh, man, it, it was hilarious. But you were you were there on time. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. Moving, moving on. on. Moving on. See, we got to do, the whole, do this whole spill about my my week. We didn't even talk about yours. Uh, we'll put it in that little concentrated. Form right there. Uh, we'll yeah, 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 that. yeah. Because you know, with with my job, I don't like I don't want to put anything out there. You know, I've just admitted to smoking grass and shit, so I'm gonna you know try to keep my my job out, yeah. of, the, out of the podcast. Yeah. Uh, uh, I don't think anybody my job listens anyway. And, oh, and if yeah. there are, they're yeah, probably, they're probably they high. Care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> probably don't give a shit. So, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but brother, we we uh, but you know, but and and once again, you know, I would also like to wish uh, little buggy your daughter a happy birthday a day early too, man. Uh, Eight years old, man. How yeah. old again? Four. God of money, man. Know, what dude. the hell? No, she can't be that old, well, brother. I mean, I just went to the hospital to see her. You know, I know. it can't be four years. Yes, sir. Uh, she's man, I tell you, she's growing like a weed too, yeah, man. Dude. She really is. Yep. You know, y'all doing a hell of a job, brother. I I'm just gonna say, it. man, yeah, yeah, that's little trying. boogie. Yeah, we're trying. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you can do, ain't it? Yeah. Well, man, so far so good, brother. Right, yeah. Definitely, well, man. Look at her dad. I mean, you know, <laughs> well, she got she, some obstacles. She's, she's got a lot of obstacles <laughs> to leap. <laughs> she's like, do I do I want to be a pud when I get older? <laughs> it's like, don't be a pud, no. yeah. or maybe be a pud, maybe. Yeah. Hey, hey, you know, there ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah, see how it works out. And you know, Mike, speaking of what is a pud? Would you tell me what a pud is? Oh my god! Well, 
I love to tell you what a putt is. But why won't you tell me what a putt is, Mike? Because we are not going to tell you what a putt is until... We get 100 subscribers on our YouTube channel. And we're 28. We're over a quarter there, bro. Hey. We're getting there, man. We were 25 this time last I week. I am grateful for that. Yes, you know, thank you, we, guys. Uh, thank y'all so much. And and help us spread the word. You, Absolutely. Because, you know, uh, man, like I said, there's Just people don't like the, like the post. Just don't like the post. Yeah. Go ahead. Like the videos. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. Subscribe, yeah. guys. We want to... We want to make that episode about you. That That's going to be the PUD episode because whatever you want to know, any questions you have, Anything. Man, we're going to answer it, man. If, if you want to say something, us to say something for you, depending on what it is, we, you know, we're not going to sit here and, you know, I mean, you well, know, it depends on what it is. It depends on what it, it is. It really but depends. I don't, I don't know that, you know, anything's off limits, really. Not really. Not I mean, you know. I'm, you uh, know. Yeah. I mean, within reason. I mean, there are certain things I, I don't want to yeah. say <laughs> here but you know uh for the most part it's going to be about giving back to you guys for for supporting us but we want to get that hundred man and i will also would like to get 10 followers on twitter because right now we're not i want to get double digits y'all so so not only subscribe on youtube but hop on over to twitter i mean yeah. follow us you know help us get the word out and uh man like i said in in return we want to do an episode on y'all on the puzz and, and you know i'm guilty of the twitter i'm not the best you know, Twitter. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the best twit. <laughs> not, or, are you? Are you? Saying, are you? Are you a twit? A twit or twat? <laughs> uh, I guess I'd be a twit. twatter. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hell, I wonder if there is a twatter. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> I, I, hell, I hope so. Would that be up. like the male female breakdown of that? I. You know. Or do we have to? <laughs> we have to chop it up in the. We may have to chop it up in chopping the genders. Gender, yeah, you know, yeah. I think there's up to 150 now. I think. I guess you'd have to go by the vowels, like the twatter, <laughs> the Twitter, the tweaker. Well, well, we already seen the tweaker this week. The Twitter, the Twitter, <laughs> the the twatter. Is that right? Uh, twat, yeah. Twat. 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 The twa, the twa, the twa, yes. The twooter, the twooter, yes. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know where to go from there. And sometimes why? Yes, the twider, the twider, twy not, twy not. Well, Mike, bro, we've been rambling for about a half hour. This is getting ridiculous. Speaking of ridiculous, let's recap on last week. Yes, yes, sir. I want to talk about Joey Ryan again. Oh, shit. God damn it. No, no. It, it, it's something I had, had to put in there because I, I'm look. you know, we're talking about, you know, the, what they call the ghost penises. Okay. Okay. Yeah, the blow up penises. <laughs> oh, okay. Right, right, right. listen, right. check out last episodes on that. We did a whole thing on just that. that yeah, there's a lot of dick talk. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, the druid penises that came out, they had a name. And that was ghost dicks? Or no, ghost? no. What is it? The fluids. Oh, fucking A, man. Really? The fluids. God damn it. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that. That is <laughs> fantastic. Horrible. What? <laughs> God damn it. It's like I said last week, Mike. You, you know, can't. All right. Well, you, it, it, you it, can it, write it. It's fun. I mean, it is a fun gimmick oh my god it, it is fun everything just fits together for what it is well actually they don't fit together it's at all <laughs> it is a big dick joke it is and you know like i said last week man it, it, maybe it's not necessarily my thing more of a traditionalist but i will say it is a fun gimmick and it's over 
hey man, it's fucking over, dude. The only thing I'm ever mad about this gimmick is I never came up you with it. You didn't think of it? <laughs> it's like, man, now that would have said Lincoln and Over the Edge back about damn 20 years ago, bro. <laughs> they have dicks in their show. So, right. Well, I know we're assholes, but I don't want to call us dicks. But uh, Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you know, man, speaking of last week's episode, I want to go on record. Because I was giving uh, Kevin Owens a lot of shit last week. I went up and I looked some stuff up, man, because I'm like, you know, I'm talking a little bit out of my ass here. Uh-huh. The first thing I want to say, it was Rayback, or Ryback, who had made that original comment about him not working out and how he felt he should. Okay. Okay. Um, and even Ryback said in his interview that he wasn't sure. So I went back and I'm like, uh, but not only you, but also Dustin Fowler, another shout out to Big D, uh, mm-hmm. Double D. You know, he's like, man, you should go back and check some stuff out. So I went, I did. Yeah. I was like, let me just check out some clips. Man, I didn't watch a whole lot of full matches, but I would kind of cut them up. Okay, okay. And I've seen him on Raw before, and I've seen him on SmackDown off and on. Once again, very limited. Yeah, man, the motherfucker can work his ass off. Yeah. And I also want to say that I respect any professional wrestler, especially at that level, on the road that they're on and uh, the schedule they keep and the, the shows they perform. So I did want to say that, man, I was coming really down hard on a professional who is doing what I couldn't have done and couldn't, sure as hell couldn't do now. So I want to apologize for me being kind of a dick. I still think the man could take better care of his body. I really do. I, honest to God, man, I think at that level, with so much competition, that you owe it to yourself, and it's a respect thing to those guys as well, mm-hmm. to stay in the in the utmost best shape you can. Because like somebody sent on a, a board about it, because I was trying to find his workout. You know, man, he may work out, and he may be good, but his diet's got to be shit. Right. And um, so I just want to oh, say yeah, that, yeah. man. But you know, I, I just, wanted to clarify that, you know, because that it was wrong to me. Because I'm listening back at myself, and I'm like, right. damn, man, I'm being, I'm really being a, a dick about this, uh, unfairly being a right. dick. And I'll say one more thing, man. I saw him from his um, Ring of Honor days to now. Uh-huh. He has slimmed down, man, and he, oh has, yeah, for sure. He, he's yeah. definitely yeah. Uh, squared up. So I just want to say, man, I'm, I don't want to take anything from this work rate because right. he, he is good, man. I went back and I really did start looking at some stuff. I'm like, oh shit, man, this. Especially that run with Cena. Yeah, right, right. Man. Was Cena. And, now, and it brought out a lot of good stuff from Cena. Right, right. Now, I didn't catch that stuff, man. I was watching more of his Ring of Honor stuff, but exactly. Yeah. You know, I mean, so I just want to put that out there to you. You know, a, a pud, man, when I pud up too much, I'll, I'll admit it. And uh, just want to say that, man, you know, but I, I still think, you know, he's, yeah. he's a little, you know, pro- well, you well, know, probably well, could do a little bit better yeah. on that, but whatever. I, I just think it adds to his, his character, honestly. <sighs> Yeah, and it differentiates them from everybody else. Now that I'll give Especially you, I'll like, give you that. Yes, well, absolutely. You, know, you look at a guy like Samoa Joe. Yeah, yeah, but you know, I I still consider them to be to me, man. And and, and I know we got to go. I know we got to get on, oh, on yeah, point yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, I'll say this much, man. Like I said, I think he's a good worker, but I, I think he's, and I mean, you know, it's obviously my opinion, but I think he's a little bit too vanilla to have his weight put over anything really? with him. Where Samoa Joe's not a vanilla. You know, Abby wasn't, obviously. Dusty wasn't, you know, going back. But, you know, even speaking of the old guys who had those body types, brother, we've already said, man, that day's gone. You know, we are in a new era, you know. And, and I think that should include that as well to a certain degree. Bray Wyatt, it works, man. He's not vanilla. It sets him off. To me, man, oh, bro, and I'm really born probably going to piss some people off right here. I mean, no disrespect to anybody, but to me, Kevin Owens sometimes looks like the guy on every independent flyer that you see. And that's all I'm going to okay. say. Right okay. <laughs> all right. But Fair still enough. respect to the man for Fair what enough. he does, for, uh, for, for, for what he does for the fans, and just for being where he's at, man. I mean, you know, I mean, who the hell am I to talk about that? You, right. you know what I'm saying? But 
you are in the spotlight. When you're in the spotlight, you do get opinions. You do have people say things, and that's just my opinion. But I did want to scale it back a little bit. Okay. And then I said he just looks like every guy on the independent show. So, okay. yeah, man, let's go ahead. That'll be a P.O. box. <laughs> and, uh, okay, okay, man. Let's, let's move on before I piss our five <laughs> listeners off. <laughs> so, what are we doing today, brother? Today's a special day. Yeah. It's a very we, special we day. We're going to take today, um, since we're kind of in between stuff, and we got a lot of stuff coming up. Oh, yeah. The end of September and into October. October could um, be pretty big. Man. Yeah. We got a lot of big stuff coming up, a lot of really cool stuff. Yeah. So I wanted to take this day to kind of, well, I guess you know, rant for the most part, <laughs> bitch. I guess, yeah. <laughs> and just well, kinda, not bitch, but race alien. Yeah, and just kind of take and, and try something new, like we did with What If series, yes, sir. stuff like that, and uh, that would be like this day in wrestling history, right? And today in wrestling history, brother was. Fucking huge, it man! September twenty second. Yeah, a lot went on in wrestling, <laughs> yeah. and I'm talking. I'm talking going back to like, oh, I don't know, um, well, like thirty eight years ago. Yeah, thirty eight years. Yeah, actually, I'm looking at my notes. Yes, the yeah. first thing that I have written down here is thirty eight years. And bro, do you know what that was? That was the uh, what uh, they had tried to do with the two champions, two world champions. Now you talk about WWW. F yes. And the NWA yes. at this time. Right. With uh, WWF champion Bob Backlund, Backlund right. meeting NWA world champion Harley Race right. in a title for title unification yes, match. Yes, sir. Right. You know, and that time, you know, that was just kind of... Hey, man, not heard know, of. Well, well they were it? working together, definitely, but oh, I probably should say it was unheard of. In, in the print, anytime after that, gotcha. because this is still what Vince seven? Senior. Are you correct? Right, right. And he he, would, he still had that working relationship with with the NWA. Right. Um. Although he was off on his own to himself. But yeah, he still had that working relationship, right. and this was big, man. This was world title versus world title unification. That's yeah. huge, yeah. brother. I mean, and, and you know, especially by like our standards as we were growing up, and you know, even on up into you know, obviously Attitude Era, up until you know, there was only one left. Yeah. You know, these promotions did not cross no. paths at all because you know when I started getting to wrestling, that era mm-hmm. had, had, in other words, the Vince Junior era had already begun. Right. And with that, it affected all the other territories. Yeah. Now, of course, man, you did have like I believe it was World Class and AWA, and then they tried to do some, but that was out of desperation, man. That wasn't right. a promotion or a promotional yeah. thing. That was like, oh my God, we're about to get killed here. We need right. to combine forces. Yeah. It wasn't like here, let's put on a show. Yeah. You know? Exactly. But uh, this was in New York. Right. Madison Square Garden, correct? I'm pretty sure. Right. Uh, and uh, they actually uh, go to a uh, double disqualification. That's right. That's right. No, 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 no. Actually, no, no. no I, th- no, I think no, Bob, no, Backlund won. Backlund, Backlund won, won by, by disqualification, disqualification right. and the title could not change hands by right. disqualification. Yeah, they put Backlund over in New so York. So that was, yeah, that was their out for that. Right. And it's pretty cool book. And especially, no, for sure. man, you know, given the, the personalities involved in that match. Man. Oh, my gosh. You know, uh, Backlund, what did you think about Backlund as a world champion? Back, well, you know, obviously it was before my time mm-hmm. as a fan, but I did obviously go back and watch some stuff. You know, he's the one that brought out Hulk, you right. know, originally against yeah. the uh, Samoans. Yeah. You know, uh, I tell you the one thing I always 
appreciated about Backlund. Once again, I thought the farm boy gimmick was cool for what it was. You know, really. I don't know if I would have been, if I was older and into wrestling at the time. I don't know. In other words, if I was an NWA fan, for instance. Right. I don't know if Backlund would have done it for me, per se. But, man, one thing I'll say about Backlund is he was the real deal as far as athletics. Oh, go. yeah, for sure. I mean, what, what, was, what is it that he did? Was it like so many stair steps throughout like an entire show? It was some unbelievable yeah. demonstration of cardio and strength yeah. and conditioning. He, he was, he, yeah, oh, yeah, he was. Uh, untouched. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he was he was unsurpassed when, when it comes to that. He was yeah. probably one of the most athletic champions, like pure oh, athletic sure. champions, especially in that era. Yeah. Um, now, as far as backlin into more modern times when he was doing the president thing, you know, obviously, you know, and I say modern, I mean more eighties, crazy, crazy old backlin. <laughs> yes, yeah, I loved loved that. I, I was a huge mark yeah. for that gimmick. You know, you come out a little bow tie, yeah. he's running for president, he puts you in the chicken wing. You know, yeah, man. I thought that was great. Uh, and, and like I said, as a champion, it, as I've seen back when it was through like research and through going back into the archives, and, and I did appreciate him, definitely uh, respected him. And like I said, those uh, feats of conditioning and, and athletics that he would go, man, it's just phenomenal. Did it seem like, okay, so when he was champion in that early 80s run, um. Then later on, what the was it late eighties, early nineties? He uh, came back. Yeah. Did it seem like he had just aged like thirty years? Yeah, it did. All of a sudden, yeah, because well, and, and, yeah. he was this baby face. He was like, yeah, he looked like a kid. Yeah. But I mean, he really looked. He just got off of football practice. Right. When he when he had the championship. Yeah. And he did, man. He aged a lot, but I'll say looked this. like a like a like a like a young redhead Clark Kent. I could see that. You know, I could see that. You know, yeah, that, I could that, see that. Just that farm boy from Smallville. Yes, and, yeah, know, you know, the old coming in. Kansas, you know, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'll say this, man. But, but then it, it's like he pops back up and it's like. Jesus, man, know, where did you go? No man. <laughs> I mean, it's like he's been through some shit. <laughs> but, but, but I'll say this, man, from his time that he was in that gimmick mm -hmm. to more recent times because he's been coming back and, you know, popping in. He looks like he hasn't aged a lot since then, though. Right. It's almost like he peaked out. Kind of like Vince McMahon, too. I've noticed that with Vince. Vince always looked like he was 60 in his 20s. And when he hit 60, he kind of maintained. Right. <laughs> you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I think Backlund yeah. was kind of the same, man, that once he hit that spurt and kind of aged, he's uh -huh. kind of stayed pretty on that level. Yeah. You know, as far as I can see, you know, as far well, as I can see. With Vince, I thought he always looked really young. Especially at like WrestleMania three, where you saw him the most, right? And, you know, even doing those early days of Raw, but it seemed like when he went to the Austin the, era he, he, and he the feud, twenty years, it just like aged him over years, man. I mean, or maybe I think, it was the war with uh, WCW. It may have been that, you know, or it was that stunner. That stunner <laughs> yeah. just knocked his ass. You know, they I mean, was saying we'll knock you in the next week. Maybe hey, knocked him two weeks ahead. Or two speaking years of, ahead. that's coming up. Uh, yeah, that is coming up. Yeah. And in fact, to me, that's probably the quintessential. Moment. But we'll get there. Oh, yeah. we'll, we'll get there. We All still right. got a little. Uh, you know, one I want to talk about, Mike, what happened 34 years ago. Yes. Man, did you know that Big John Studd defeated Hulk Hogan once again in Madison Square Garden? By yeah. count out. By count out. Now, he did a pin him, obviously, yeah. and then win the belt, but obviously. Still, he beat Hogan. And if I'm not mistaken, that, that was in MSG as well. I, I'm not 100%, but I think that was in the yeah. garden. Yeah. Wow. Wow, man. And it was that also... Was, that's unheard of. Oh, see, that came about through uh, 
It was actually supposed to be Jesse Ventura. Right, correct. But he had the blood clots in his lungs, and that ultimately put him out of uh, retire, retired him from wrestling. Right. Uh, this so. is also Bobby Heenan's first time managing John Studd. Yes. You know, and, and I cannot wait till we do the episode on Bobby Heenan versus Hulk Hogan. Yeah. That one, that one's going to be cool. Yeah. And this, this could actually be, you know, maybe not necessarily the seed, but this had to be there toward the beginning of that. Oh, for sure. You know what I'm saying? This, yeah. this may have been the seed. We got to go back and maybe look into that a little bit further. But, uh, yeah. you know, that that's crazy, man. Yeah. Because I mean, it's '84. Hogan's, you know, still fresh in. Hot man. Still fresh in. White hot. Yeah. And, and John Studd beats him. Yeah. You know, that that to me is great because I, I didn't out. even know that. that. Was, yeah. And, and, I mean, it just makes you wonder what was going on behind the scenes with that. Right. You know, because Hogan getting beat. Why? In Madison Square Garden. Uh-huh. Why? Even by count out. Yeah. That, that's nuts. Yeah. Um, but that happened, and that's history. Yeah. You know, and that happened on this day. Absolutely. Um, I always loved John Studd. I like John Studd. I always I did. Too. I, I like the name. I just thought the name was cool as shit. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and just his whole presentation was just cool as shit, you know. Um, the, and, and he was a legit threat yeah. to Hogan. You yeah. know, him and Bu- man, when him and Bundy were together, that, oh, was, man. that was crazy, man. Yeah. Well, maybe possibly one of the most devastating tag teams. For uh, sure. For sure. I mean, you're talking just two giants. Yeah. You know, uh, and the only person that, that could really maybe give you the illusion or, or the idea that they could beat Andre the Giant yeah. was John Stone. Yeah. You know, yep. um, you know something else that happened, man. Mark Henry actually debuted on this date. Is there, that there, right? Yes, there's actually uh, another debut that happened, but this one happened a couple years before the big one. <laughs> but yep. uh, yeah, Mark Henry. I've always been a fan of Mark Henry. You know, just like we've talked, man. I've always been a fan of the of the real athlete types, the strong types. You know, the ones who are legit that come into wrestling. I've always been a fan of that, like Kurt Angle, for instance, Brock, obviously, and Mark Henry being the world's strongest man, legitimately. Being, you know, a champion of these strong, you know, mankind, well, not strong man contests, but weightlifting competitions, powerlifting, things like that. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah. I've always been a fan of his. Yeah. I, I thought he was great in the nation. I thought he was great solo. Oh, yeah. Because uh, he's legit, so, man. Well, uh, sexual chocolate. Sexual chocolate was off the chain. Yeah. That was one of the coolest gimmicks, man. Him and that May Young stuff. Oh, whoa. whoa. <laughs> Let, let's, let's take a moment to give them a hand for that. Thank you. Come on, nice. you like that? that you, nice. you get that? All right, all right. Thank, you, thank, nice. thank you. I'm here all day. I'm here all day. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. It's just going back to the ridiculous stuff that we saw in Attitude Area. May Young. For for those of you who are listening, may not get the joke. Uh, sexual Chocolate Mark Henry and May Young, who was probably eighty eighties at the time, I would say seventies, at least seventies. I would say, yeah, probably. Late 60s, early 70s. So you think it was that? You know, I was always thinking, well, then again, she's an old pro wrestler, so, you know, she's probably 40. Beat the hell <laughs> up. I mean, just beat the fuck up. Yeah. But they had an angle where they were having a relationship, and uh, May Young gets pregnant and uh, has a, a hand, an actual hand, just just a hand. I remember us watching that live as it was happening. It's somebody's somebody's apartment, I remember. I, I, I can't remember whose apartment it was. Somewhere in Charlotte or something. Just having a little pay per view party, right, right. and we were all like, "What? Right. <laughs> what the fuck is this?" I think this? the funniest thing for me in that is is just watching uh, Gerald Briscoe and Pat Patterson <laughs> trying to deliver. <laughs> yeah, when they're starting to throw up and everything. Oh, that was hilarious. Hey, man, you know we got to give those guys the Stooges. <laughs> you know we got to give them so much props. Uh-huh. And you know, obviously, a lot of people, you know, just think that Pat and and or Jerry it was Jerry. Yeah. Really. 
you know, they thought they were just the Stooges, but you know, those guys Dude, had a hell of a history. Man. You know, they're oh, they're very they're very so important. good at what they did. <laughs> they they knew it, man. They yeah. got it yeah. and they worked it to the full extreme. And once again, man, just some absolutely entertaining entertaining stuff. You yeah. Know? Oh, see, that was uh, twenty two years ago, right? At the uh, in your house, mind uh, games, pay per view. Yeah, it was mind games. Mind games. Right. Uh, we know we talked about Mark Henry, and like he was. Just straight out of the Summer Olympics in Atlanta right, that right. year in what ninety six ninety six if I'm not mistaken ninety five yeah, it'd be ninety five okay yeah. all right gotcha gotcha um, let's see who else was on that show uh, let's see Savio Vega defeated Marty Janetti <laughs> do you remember Savio Vega a lot <laughs> I mean, yeah yeah I really? remember Savio yeah I, 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 yeah I remember him very little I, I remember him mostly from this feud with Stone Cold. That's and then the lot. God, I barely remember that. Yeah, I because that was when Ted DiBiase was still and actually uh, Savio, if I'm not mistaken, beating Stone Cold is why Stone Cold got rid of Ted. If I'm not mistaken, okay, I'd have to go back, but I do remember him, and I also remember he was in what Los Los Barricos. Am I saying that correctly? It was basically yes, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Okay, that's when everybody okay. started forming their own factions. Right, that's when everybody had a faction. Yeah, because he was originally, I believe, in the Nation. If I'm not mistaken. And then when they split up and went went to an all-black group, then Crush and Savio formed the Disciples of Apocalypse, Crush's team, and then Savio's Lost Bariquas. I know I'm saying that correctly. Right. If I'm not mistaken, man, memory may be playing tricks, okay. but I think that was how that worked out. All right. But yeah, I mean, he wasn't anything to really write home about, yeah. man. I thought he was a good, decent worker, you know. But well, Apparently, he was good enough to have two matches back Yeah, back. I mean, you know, Jesus, man. He, Savio, was, uh... he defeated not only Marginetti, <laughs> but he defeated Justin Bradshaw, yeah, JBL. Yeah, Justin Hawk Brashaw at this yep. point, yep. who would go on to become JBL, right? Yeah. Um, in a Caribbean strap match. Yes, and you know, I was always a fan of Justin Hawk Brashaw. I was a fan. I was All always right. a fan of Brashaw until I started hearing about some of his backstage. Yeah. You know, that really does hurt right. your outlook on, on yeah. a performer. It's like, man, I love the Hawk. I thought the yeah. Hawk was awesome. Yeah. I love the APA. Him and uh, Farouk, or Ron Simmons. I love the JBL character. The JBL character was his best, by far his best. Favorite, oh, without a doubt, sure. man. When he had the belt, oh. and he was doing that J.R. Ewing thing, basically. Yeah. Dude, now here's, now you know, I was being politically correct a little earlier. Uh-huh. Now I'm going to be a little in, politically incorrect. Okay. And I hate to say this, man, but one one of the most, I don't know, I, I guess entertaining, funny type angles was when JBL went down to the Mexican border. Oh, yeah. And was throwing immigrants back across the border. Look, 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 now, look, man, I'm not getting into my politics on no. this or that. I'm just saying for what that was. For what right, it was. And for what they were trying to do. Yeah. Was good television. It was, it may have been some cheap heat. It was very, it was. Uh, hell, man, cheap heat works. Right. I mean, sometimes it does, sometimes it doesn't. It doesn't. Sometimes it does. You're right, you're right. But, uh, no, I thought it was great. I thought it was great that they would paint him in that light of just that. Asshole, really. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, let's just call right. it, yeah. which is what yeah. he really is. The JBL was really. And this is pre-Trump. Great. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. But at this point, JBL had already kind of, per, pro, I mean, in other areas, he right. started showing that he is a really conservative guy. I mean, he's on Fox News. He was a contributor yeah. for a while. Uh, once again, not getting into the politics out here. Right. But I think they used him, his real life, you know, personality or politics yeah. and just amped it up, which is the best stuff. Yeah. When you do that in wrestling, man, right. that's the best stuff. You take who that person is, turn it up to 100, let them loose with it. Right. 
And then you build characters and you build stories and you build people who give and, a shit. Until they goose step in Germany. And then, you know, they got to be taken down a little bit. <laughs> or, or apparently try to, you know, sexually assault, you know, the fucking rookies in the shower. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, what yeah. the fuck, man? Oh, mean, just, it's one of those things. Fuck that. You heard stories. I mean, I mean, you really, heard yeah. stories about that going on for, oh, yeah. decades, for decades before. But still, man. Yeah, oh, just, yeah. Come on. Yep. But but well, whatever. We'll, we'll, yeah, let's, yep. let's keep on. Well, that's just the first really. match. Yeah. Uh, second match, Jose Lothario defeats Jim Cornette. How do you think this match went? I, I didn't watch this show. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I watched it, of course, back in the day. I don't really remember it. Right. I didn't watch it for my research. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it was a stink fest. Oh. I mean, how can it not be? Oh, I know. I mean, yeah, I, how did Jim Cornette... Your, even, it's your comedy. I mean, how did Jim Cornette even oh, yeah. get talked into... Because yeah. you know Cornette would be like, come yeah. on. Of course, Jose Lothario was probably like a hundred by this 120. point. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I remember a little bit of the storyline going into it, and the storyline was pretty good. Yeah. But the in-ring stuff. Eh, oh yeah. What yeah. I recall. This is your comedy match. Yeah. Right. Popcorn. Yeah. Yeah. Popcorn. Match. Uh, but the next match. Good stuff. Uh, Owen Hart and British Bulldog defeat the Smoking Guns of. Bart and Billy Gunn. Yes. And I'm pretty sure they're to, really related, too, man. I mean, that's their actual real names. They're, they're brothers. They're is, brothers. is that right? No. 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 Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, to win the WWF Tag Team yes, right. titles. Was there anybody bre- better than Owen and, and and Bulldog at that time? At this time? I don't think so. No. In, in fact, I would even go further and say, you know, they can be in that top echelon probably across the board, man. These guys were from, I mean, for, I mean, look who we're talking about. I know. I mean, both these guys, single, tag team. Both of them were, were experts on both. Yeah. And, I mean, just you, God, you had, God rest their souls. Oh, both of them, God. Man, you, you, know? see, you just had so much good stuff out of Owen. And, and, and Bulldog. And Bulldog. I, I think, man, it, I love know. the Bulldogs. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I love those I guys. I think you – Owen was pulling a lot of good stuff out of Bulldog yes. at this time, too. And, you know, Owen, man, was at this point, too, he was just coming up so fast and hard, man. It was just so, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just a tragedy, you know, that both those guys, unfortunately, yeah. have, have left us. You know. So we go on to uh, Mark Henry. Yeah, Mark Henry's he, debut. His debut, he defeats Jerry the King Lawler. Right. Once again, I don't remember the match. I would assume, you know, if you're going to get a rookie in there, it's probably – best to put him in there with the king you know? this this time you know lawler's lawler's comedy oh yeah yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. He, he's definitely yeah, the on whole their time. personality right yeah. right but i mean still man given his experience probably probably a pretty good guy to to work your first match or your first major match with, yeah you know um next up the undertaker defeats gold dust in a curtain call match Once uh, again. hey you know this <laughs> two is, great guys Gold Dust, you know this. This is really just you gotta love Gold Dust. I got I mean, to. Got everything to. that he was doing at that time, and you know we didn't even go into this last week when we were talking about Joey Ryan again. Oh, it's sort of those gimmicks. You know the Gold stuff Dust. Gold Dust was doing at that time was pushing it, boy. Whoa. Going over the edge, whoa, man. Whoa, whoa. It, it, it was definitely attention getting. Yeah. For for sure. It huh. was so bad the way I understand it. Once again, just from hearing shoot interviews, Scott Hall would not work. Right. Oh yeah. You yeah. know, he was too he was too, I yeah. guess, homophobic or, yeah. or whatever. I don't know. But apparently he he just would not do it. Right. You know, that was how but God Almighty Man Gold oh, does man. went balls out literally i mean i mean no pun intended but he, but he went balls out <laughs> that's, with that's the only thing he didn't pull out, pull out. 
And if he could have, if he, just like we discussed oh, yeah. last week, if Vince had that go-ahead, oh, yep. man, don't, don't think for one don't minute the gold dust went a DT bag. He know. did that full uh, uh, S&M outfit that yeah, one yes, time. Yes, I mean, that yes, was yes. just like, whoa, that heck? is. Well, he came out in a diaper. You know, that whole kind of fetish yep. type stuff, man. Yep. And uh, then he has Marlena, who was to do Terry Runnels, man, as always. Oh. I remember when she was Alexander York in Lord. WCW. I mean, man, she was like the absolute. That was a mercy. Jesus, man. Okay, let's keep going. Mercy. You know me, man. I'm, yeah, I don't want a hard dick on this. So, yeah. you know, yeah. let's, keep on, let's keep on jamming here, brother. Okay, so in our main event, <laughs> Shawn Michaels defeated Mankind by disqualification and retained the WWF title. Once again, didn't watch the match, man. Not since it happened. I, I'm assuming I'm just it a big fan good. of both. Me too. When, you know, when Sean wasn't throwing his, his fits and losing his tantrums. <laughs> I, would, I didn't even mind the, losing his smile, but it would, you know, this is this is a time when Sean was kind of throwing tantrums. Yeah, oh yeah. During man. matches. During matches, man. Yeah, he, he, that's where I think you should draw the line. You always keep the matches professional, just yeah. like you did with Hogan. All right. In the SummerSlam match, it's like, come on, man. You now do not misunderstand me. I love Shawn Michaels. I've always been a fan. But you know what, Mike? I'm thinking, bro. Before we get into our next section. We might want to go ahead and take a break right here. All because right. Because we're about to really start ramping this thing up. Yes. So you guys stay tuned. We're going to have a little commercial break here, and we'll be right back. What's up, Pudge? This is Jason from the podcast with Jason and Mike. And I want to take this opportunity to talk to you all about GameSwap, located at 112 Northeast Court Square, right here in beautiful downtown Lincoln, North Carolina. Whether you're looking for the best new games and consoles, or you're more of a retro guy like me, GameSwap has you covered. People, I'm talking everything from Atari, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, PlayStation, Xbox. Hey, there's even systems I've never even heard of before. So if you're a hobbyist, a hardcore gamer, or a collector, GameSwap is the only place to go. And maybe video games isn't your thing. Well, that's cool too because GameSwap is much more than just a game store. They also carry a vast selection of comic books, toys, t-shirts, and all sorts of collectibles spanning all aspects of pop culture, from science fiction, action-adventure, TV, horror, and all points in between. You really just have to see it to believe it. So what are you waiting for? Get on down here to GameSwap and see it for yourself, and tell them that the Pud sent you. Welcome back to the podcast. Hey, man, the only thing I'm going to say about that commercial, dig that bass line, bro. Man, it's pro. <laughs> say it again, that is pro. I appreciate it, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, man, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with it. Like I said, that bass line, you know me as a bass player. You know, I play the guitar on the tail. You know, I ain't going to try to brag or nothing, but, you know, I might as well go ahead and toot my own horn like Arn would do, you know. Absolutely. But uh, that bass line, man, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I'm telling you what. If you're interested in doing uh, an advertisement with the show, just get in touch with us. Let us know. We'll, we'll get you going. We'll hook you up, man, and, and we can definitely use the sponsors. Like I said, we can always use some extra mics and cables. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, uh, and, uh, and the more we grow and the more we can get going, man, the bigger we can grow this thing. And, uh, yeah, man, you know, we're just looking, for, I mean, sky's the limit, you know. I know. And, uh, well, Mike, brother, we stopped off. Uh, reviewing the year of, or excuse me, reviewing the date of September 22nd. Yes. And brother, what we're about to go into now, let's just put it like this, Mike. September 22nd, 1997, fell on a Monday. Yes, it did. During the height of the Monday Night War. Well, I wouldn't say the you wouldn't height, say height yet. You wouldn't no, really? It, it's, it's building. It's definitely on it's, the up, it's, man. It's, it's definitely on the up. It's building up. Yeah, it is definitely, man. Full steam ahead. Right. You know, you're right, Mike, because really in some ways tonight is really when it 
amped up. Yeah. You know, let, let, I, I do. I want to recant that statement. You're right, man, because what we're about to talk about, not only one, but two mm-hmm. huge yeah. things happen. Right. You know, Mike, let, let's talk about the uh, TNT show first, okay. if you would. Right. Now, let's put a little – well, okay, well, let's talk about the, the night first. It was Nitro, you know, WCW. Um, Mike, over the week, you know, doing my research, quote-unquote, I've watched uh, both the Nitro and the Raw from t- September 22nd. I'll, I want to say, first and foremost, Jesus, man, both these shows were great. Both of these shows were really, really great. I watched both these shows in their entirety over this week. Okay. And I'm just like, God damn it. I can't, <laughs> I can't even get one good fucking show now. And here, back in the day... I'm getting two, but I'm getting them at the same time, so we're having to flip channels. <laughs> but like I said, you know, the first the first one we're going to talk about is Nitro. Okay. And Mike, do and you, it was on it was on TNT. It was TNT. TNT. Yes, sir. Now, Mike, do you remember this Nitro? I do. Do you remember where you were? I do. I do as well. Yeah. Because there's something that happens in this Nitro, and we'll get to it. It's right. the big deal. It's the the big deal of this Nitro that me and Chris Schrantz missed. <laughs> do you remember that? Because we were outside smoking a joint, uh-huh. <laughs> and we okay. missed something really, really important. But we'll get to that. All we'll right. we'll get All to right. that. That's a little later in the show. I, I could, and this is what? 97. 21 uh, years ago? Let's see you here. Believe I believe that? Yes, sir. 21. So if somebody was born, that? if they were born at this time, I mean, when this show was going on live, if they were born at that moment, they right. could have a beer today legally. Yeah. Well, that doesn't make that would be that would, <laughs> that would be my oldest niece. Yes, sir. Melissa. Yeah, there. Yeah. There you go. She is. She's twenty-one. She was born in ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. Yes, and, sir. Uh, yeah, that's that's amazing to think about. Yeah. It's mind-blowing to think it's about because yeah. I can remember, you know, being at your house. Yes. And remember where we sat in that it, living room. Yes, yes. You know, Chris Ronson <laughs> would sit on the long couch. Yes. You would always have the recliner. The recliner yeah, Dad's chair. I got yeah. the captain chair when he went to bed. <laughs> and I had the short couch. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and we had our spot, and that was every Monday. That was the three of us, yeah. every Monday. Yeah. We'd usually get a case, you mm-hmm. know, or at least a 12-pack. You know, you would stay in when me and Trance would go out. Right. You know, yeah. as we were talking about earlier, yeah. you know. And uh, and that was our Monday nights. Yeah. And we would switch. We would flip channels. But we were mostly a Nitro crowd. All right. You, you know, we, we were Nitro loyal because we were NWA Crockett loyalists. Right. And, and Flair was there. Flair was, and Hogan was there. Yep. You know, me being the big Hogan mark, you, of course, being the Rick Flair mark. You yep. know, of course, we were marks for all of them, yep. you know, obviously. And that was just our thing. And, and WWF at the time, man, had just started to to ramp, you ramp yeah. it up. You still had Sean and Brett, man, who uh-huh. played clinics, you know. Taker. Ta- obviously, man. You know, Goldust, as we just talked, you yeah. know, Mankind, Mick Foley, you know, and all yep. his faces. Um, but this particular show, Mike, once again, you know, after watching it, I was just like, damn. This was a damn good nitro. Well, you say that. <laughs> I have a different feeling about okay. it. I thought for the most part it was a good nitro. But for the most part, I felt like it was the, the luchador show. There's a lot of that. <laughs> there there, there <laughs> was a lot of that. But you know, Mike, at that time it was still so new. It was so new. It was so hot. It was hot. But it was like every other match was... A luchador match. It really was. I mean, it was all cruisers and luchadors. And um, it really was, man. But all in all, this particular show to me was, I don't, 
I, I almost think it was better than the Raw, honestly, putting them side by side. Okay, well, and, let's take a look yeah, at it. Yeah, let, let's look, man. Well, the first match was Rey Mysterio Jr. He still had the Jr. at this time. And, uh, oh, we're not going into dark matches, though. Oh, we can. Let's, yeah, no. let's, do, let's yeah, knock yeah, those dark yeah. matches out. Give those guys some. A- absolutely. Now, obviously, we didn't get to watch these, you know, being, right. being dark, yeah. you know. Oh, uh, well, let's talk about Bruiser. Well, how do you say it? Mastino. Mastino, yes. Defeated Damien. I remember Damien. I don't remember Bruiser Mastino. Only Damien I remember used to be in Jake Roberts' bag. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember Damien, brother. Well, see, I Damien, really don't. Uh, I don't know if you remember him as Damien. I think in uh, AAA he was referred to as Damien 666. He would do the face makeup and he had long black hair. It was kind of a stockier build. I don't know. Uh, he, looked like, uh, um, he looked like a Hispanic King Diamond. Really? Damn, that sounds cool as shit. <laughs> Fuck, I hate him missed it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, hell, you had me a King Diamond. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right, so the next one. Melissa. I, I know you remember El Dandy. Oh, of course. I do remember El Dandy, yes. Uh, <laughs> El Taxi. Uh, I can't pronounce these names, brother. I'm just going to not even try. El Texano, Texano, El Texano, Texano, and the Aztec Warrior. I got that one. All right, right. <laughs> I don't remember the, Ex- the Aztec Warrior. I do not, man. But they defeated Oro, Oro Junior. Pantera. Pan- I didn't Pantera. know Pantera wrestled. Pantera wrestled. Hot <laughs> damn! Yeah. Cowboys from hell, motherfucker. And Super Astro. Yeah. Not to be not to be confused with regular Astro. <laughs> No, nah, motherfucker. Just, this yeah. is super astro. It's just casual astro. No, no, no. Fuck that shit. This is nitro, yeah. man. This is super astro. It's super astro. <laughs> super, super, super astro. <laughs> so then finally we get... So, you know, here's two obvious lucha well, see, matches. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> you're you're dark, matching, dark matching out lucha Luchas. matches already. And, which brings us to our first televised match off. <laughs> Rey Mysterio Jr., <laughs> <laughs> who defeated the Silver King. Good night. He's <laughs> the brother of the Gold King. king. <laughs> His wife is the Silver Queen. <laughs> they, yeah. they have a Silver Prince. You know, the Gold King. Gold just, king. just right down the road. Yeah, you know? He's on Raw. Yeah. <laughs> Got Silver King. Bring it in. <laughs> yeah, man. It's like, brother, you can't go for gold. Come on, man. <laughs> Think higher. Yeah. You can fly a little higher to the sun, bro. Uh, uh, well, you got Walmart, and then you got Family Dollar. <laughs> Silver King is... Uh, it's family Dollar. Yeah, we'll we'll bump them up. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe Dollar Tree. Maybe, maybe, oh, maybe. hey. <laughs> good match. Right. It was, a good, it was a, a very exciting. Once yeah. again, Mysterio. I mean, the, at that time. Oh, peak. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't know if he had actually hit his prime, but, bro, he, had, he was on the way, and, I mean, he was jamming, man. I mean, it, it was a good, exciting, fast-paced match. Yeah. Um, the next match. Wow. This is with me and Chris Schrantz. Okay, first of all, let's Smoke set it break. up. Yeah, let's set it up. Out next, Hugh Morris. All right, man, we're going to go burn one. Right. Because <laughs> you guys weren't, weren't big on the Hugh Morris. I, I never was. I mean, still, I'm still not. I still think. <laughs> I liked him. I, I liked Hugh Morris. Uh, maybe it's just a little, a little over the top with you know the gimmick, but Humorous. I thought he, he was like a big guy that could do and like, he could work. big stuff. I mean, he did the moonsault, yeah. no yeah. laughing matter. Oh, I mean, he, he, yeah, oh no, he could work, man. Don't yeah. I was just not really right. It wasn't that I liked him or disliked him. I was just kind of he was in the dungeon of doom. He was in the dungeon of doom, man. There it is. But who was his opponent? <sighs> well, making, making their debut. Making their de- debut. Uh, of the Atlanta Falcons. Yes. 
would be one Bill Goldberg. Who? Bill <laughs> Goldberg. Now, let's put some perspective on this match and also talk about why me and Sharonsi decided to go outside and burn one. Uh-huh. Bill's in the ring. Right. When, when Hugh Morse is coming out, man, Bill is a enhancement guy. He is already set up to be the enhancement right. worker. So we're like, okay, well, we're going to go yeah, burn one. You know. Mikey not, not partaking at the time. So I'm going to say and watch the match. You know, being a Hugh Morris so, sort of fan, I guess, yeah. you know. Well, brother, when me and Troncy walked back in, Mike Payne is like, y'all missed some shit. And I was like, what? And You want to tell him? This, this, I mean, it was just wow. Right. Uh, on his debut. And, and I remember... It just being like a, it was it, it was it was a good match for what it was sure sure but right. it wound up just being Goldberg just totally running over yeah just just put it, it wasn't maybe not necessarily a squash but man no. it was it was damn close to one though yeah and he kicked out of the no laughing matter right you yeah know. and then you know he did the spear right and then the jackhammer the jack which hammer. was new. And that's what I remember about your reaction. When we walk back in, you're like, this guy just picked this dude up in a suplex. <laughs> just slams him down. I've never seen anything like this shit. Me and Trump's like, oh, fuck, man. <laughs> yeah. Why do we? They, obviously, they showed it again. Right. You know, thank yeah. God, man. Yeah. Because, dude, when I walked in and I saw your facial, to this day, yeah. back in 1997, I remember this shit. 21 years ago, I remember your look. Yeah. And the way you're talking, because I know, man, that you, you, you are a, a student of this shit. You know this shit. And even back then, you knew this shit, and the look on your face. It was incredible. I was like, fuck, I missed history. Yeah. I, I knew I did. Just, yeah. And, and obviously, I was glad, you know, I got to go back and see it later on that evening. But, man, that was, once again, as we were talking about how this Monday Night War is really starting to ramp yeah. up, here you go. Yeah. Here you go. Right there here. There you go. Here yeah. it is. Um, it's the beginning of the driving force. The the, the big push. Yeah. And, and some would even argue, you know, Goldberg being mishandled later on would right. be the demise, and I, I, I tend to kind of agree with yeah. that, man. Now, the, and once again, man, historic. Yes. History, professional wrestling history was made yes. right then and there. Yeah. Um, but but low in the card, obviously, because, you know, nobody knows him right. the debut. You know, it's just a humorous match, you know. you know. It's a, it's a popcorn match. I mean, for, honestly, yeah. you, you know, for the most part. But now the next match following this, Believe it or not, it was a solid match. It was. It was a solid it match. It was, and, and as much as I, I just, I, I'm, I've never been a big fan of either of these guys. No, well, I, one, one I was, one not so much. <laughs> you can probably figure out who's who. But with the match itself for for the WCW World Television Championship, or as I like to call it, the original MWF Championship, <laughs> yeah, was Disco Inferno eh, uh-huh. defeated. Alex Wright, who I did like. The, you liked Alex I, Wright. I liked Alex Wright's gimmick at the time. I liked, uh, liked the kind of rave German. Dust Wonder can. I thought that was. Well, I liked it when he went heel. And he would wear the leather jacket and did a little dance when he come out. Just because it was so like. It was such a fuck you. And I, I thought it just got so much heat that I, I, I was a fan. But man, these guys can wrestle. Alex Wright could wrestle, man. Oh, for sure. This, this was for a sure. goddamn good match, bro. Yeah. And it was also an upset. I just I never liked Inferno. I oh, just never, I just, never. I thought the, man, the gimmick it was, was cheesy as shit. Just hokey, man. So hokey. Uh, it seemed like a like they were trying to shoot for a WWF gimmick. Exactly what it was. You know, because yeah. he had he wasn't a wrestler. He was something right. else. You know, he was yeah. a disco dancer. Yeah. 
And uh, but but he was a solid worker. Right. And, and this was like I said. I don't like, know. Good match. And I don't even know if they had the cruiserweight title at this moment. I don't think they did. Not yet. I don't think so. Yeah, I think it would have been something better for Alex Wright than the the TV title. But you know, because I always held the TV title a little higher than but than anything else. Me too. But unfortunately, we're probably the only two that did. Right. Even especially with the Bookers at the time. Yeah. I mean, man, they threw it in the trash. The TV. They threw it in the trash. It's the TV title. And, and they threw it in the freaking train. Mm. Man, that, that belt just never, I mean, really. You know, when I, when I think the TV title, modern, you know, um, Monday Night War era uh-huh. was the Prince Ikea stuff. Really? <clears throat> I like that, man. I like that underdog holding that. To me, that's, that was the first time that belt really had any drama behind okay. it in quite a while. You know, I'll, I'll say that much. We'll get into that kind of yeah. stuff a little bit later on. We ought to do a, a podcast on the TV title. TV title. Yeah. For hey, sure. Let, yeah, let's, for sure. Let's write that shit down. Yeah. They're writing it down right There you go. <laughs> All right, man. Cool. Hey, we're coming up with ideas hey, on the podcast. There you go. Um, but good match, man. Good, and it was considered an upset. It, yeah. It, it, yeah, it was for definitely sure. considered an upset because oh, Disco won. I was very upset. Cause... Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> 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 I it's like I didn't keep it on somebody else. Yeah. Um, and speaking of, well, not not to not to spoil anything, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and move into the next match here. Hector Garza <laughs> versus Scott another, Hall. Another what? Versus another Scott. Lucha guy. But against Scott Hall. Against Scott Hall. Yeah, that was, that was definitely <laughs> <laughs> kind of a mixed match hey, of styles. How do you think this match is going to go? But you know what? It was not bad. And guess what? Hector Garza defeated. And, and beat him clean. He pins him in the ring. One, two, three. Shade a la one, two, three. Kid. Right. WWF. Yeah. One thing you gotta say about Scott Hall, bro. He was never concerned with the wins or lo- wins or lo- losses. Why know? does this happen? I don't know. I mean, really, at the end of it, they just beat the shit out of him and you know put him in the razor's edge and everything else. But uh, it never really built, man. No. They never really did anything no. with Hector Garza. No. Now, Hector Garza was a pretty damn good yeah. worker, man. He yeah. really was. He was solid. Uh, but it was oh, a was cool... it Hector Garza that did the corkscrew? Yes. Yes, yes, sir. yes, yes. That I was remember, badass, man. I remember seeing that. That was badass. Uh, every time he did that, that was, wow, for that time, that era, that was new. That, that, was, that was innovative. That was, wow. That, that was, a, yeah, definitely yeah. a wild moment, man. Yeah. And, uh, and it was a wild moment when he beat him, dude. That crowd went nuts yeah. when, they beat, when he beat him. Um, solid match. It was an NWO spot, you know, so they obviously got over him. He kept his heat. He lost the match, but kept his heat. You know, it was solid, solid angle. But, right. It, but they just, like you said, Mike, they just kind of dropped it, you know. Yeah. That would have been perfect for Hector to start coming up. Because he, he could have, man. I mean, he had the talent and the ability to come up. But, yeah. But anyway, <clears throat> well, what do we have here, Mike? What do we got next? <laughs> so we have my man Syncope in the house. <laughs> I, dude, I remember that. I forgot about Syncope <laughs> until I was watching it over this week. And I remember being such a mark for that motherfucker, man. And I don't know why. And I still am. And I still don't know why. I mean, he came out and I'm like, fuck yeah, Syncope. I was like, like, hell Yeah. Put him down, see Capay, man, and that motherfucker did it. Yeah. And it was a, it now, okay, well, let me. All right. I'm walking out on Syncope. Who else with him? <laughs> who cares? Yeah. Oh Syncope. Do Syncope, no, Laser Tron, and, and then everybody oh, else. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Added, man. Right. I ain't done it in a while. <laughs> but we got Syncope. Now, this is, a, this is an eight man tag match. Right. And, and well, first of all, Syncope actually translates to Cyclops. He had a mask with one eye. Uh-huh. It's cool as shit, man. <laughs> It was cool as fucking shit, dude. Syncope was always, is, but, and always will be in the house. But, 
Like, now, wait a second. <laughs> he has, he's got a mask with one eye on it. Right, right. But he's got two eye holes. That he I can never really out. saw that, man. Shouldn't I... he be... <laughs> Triclope? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a failed gimmick from the beginning. No, man, I think it was no, a gimmick. If he had just... one eye hole, he could see uh, both eyes. Well, we're not but... sure those were holes, man. Oh, jeez. I'm pretty sure. It was there. No, I didn't see it. The only thing I could see was that one big eye. And the cool thing about the one big eye, man, is you can see all the way around. It's really better for your perception. So, look, man, I ain't going to have you diss and seek a pay. You know, laser trauma, man, I can tolerate, but syncope, nah, oh, okay, yeah. nah, 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 now. I think it's failed. <laughs> I don't know, man, syncope. Cover up those good? other two eye holes and I, you'll have something. I never but... saw him, man. I never saw him. I even paused the tape and looked and zoomed in and didn't see him, but who was his partner? So, Mike. Hooventude? <laughs> <laughs> Hooventude Guerrera. It was awesome. I it liked was great. I liked Hooventude, oh, man. Uh, Liz Mark Jr. Not to be confused with Liz Mark Sr. Hey, I don't remember either. I kind of, even watching the video this week. What is like, Liz Mark? Uh, <laughs> it's short for Elizabeth Mark. Oh, okay. <laughs> Junior. Well, I thought it would just be a mark for lizards. <laughs> well, you got part of it, right? There you go. Hey, uh, he's a mark for syncope. <laughs> syncope was in the house, brother. Okay, all right, all right. And, hey. and the Ultimo Dragon, Ultimo who, Dragon was, who was the shit, man. Yeah. He was the shit. Huge man. at he that time. Yes. But I'm about to mark out on the other side. Oh, there's some over here, too. Oh, oh, the whole, yeah. La Parca. La Parca was in the house. La Parca. La Parca was the shit. Absolutely. I love La Parca, man. No, that little Parca, dance he would do. La oh. Parca was the king of everything. He, yes, yes, except for Syncope. Well, no, no. no uh-uh, uh-uh. Definitely you curious. Me, no, I, no, 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 not even. La Parca saw so much more. La Parca was off the hook. Yeah. La Parca was off the yeah. hook, bro. I was just call him Skeletor a little bit, right. you know. No, I loved him, man. Who, who else? Like, oh. Psychosis. Psychosis was the shit. Dude. Right. All those guys were awesome, man. Yeah. I mean, they had their own personalities. They did, but these yeah. next two, bro. Oh, my God. Bro, go ahead, man. I'll let you. Villiano 4. And 5. And Villiano 5. Now, the first three, we don't know. I don't know. We, know, we, we never found the first three, nope. man. And once you get to four and five, at that point, man, yeah. you kind of gotta just chill with it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but I mean, shit. If you're talking like in the history of everything, four and five usually, uh, you know, A New Hope, Star Wars, four? Episode Four, greatest movie of all time, was and, five. Yeah, you know, Empire, Empire. Strikes Back. So you know, it's just gonna go down. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. You, you can't gotta go, watch you out for Villano Five because that was the man. Yeah. Now, dude, I love I, all these guys, other than maybe Liz Mark Jr. <laughs> Seriously, honest to God, man. Solid. Solid. Solid, solid man. Yeah. You know, uh, and it was a good match, man. It, once right. again, it was that Lucha style. Yeah. Uh, it was a dance. It was a dance. It yeah. was choreographed all the hell, but goddamn, man, just like every, hey. just like we said last week, man, they did it. Right. Notch. And back then, it was still new. Yeah. And it was still innovative. Now, yeah, it's a little played out, but. Did they need this many? <sighs> you know, Mike. Luchas. I understand the reasoning, man, because you do want that excitement. You like that full speed ahead. And, uh-huh. and this is something that WWF was not doing. Right. This was not on the Raw show. Nothing even near it. But overkill, eh. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you could have definitely maybe taken out, well, the Hector, well, Hector Garza, obviously, that wasn't even real, mad, truthfully speaking. But I don't know, man. I mean, really kind of looking at the card, uh, as far as the show itself, you really only had one more. That was on there, and that was the Mysterio and Silver King. That's true. You, you know, but but you dark match out 
you're you're giving that live audience. Oh, yeah, you're burning them out yeah. a little bit. You are burning them out. Yeah, and, and even two uh, matches like that, even in the same show, it's almost like too much. Yeah. Once again, like we talked right. about all in, maybe yeah. sometimes it's a little bit too much ice and not enough cake. Yeah. But but still, man, solid, solid right. match. Uh, this one coming up, man, was a hard hitter. Heavy hitter. Heavy hitter. Holy moly. And that is the Faces of Fear of Ming, also known as Haku, uh-huh. the, the toughest son of a bitch ever, ever. to live, apparently, man. This yep. guy, if anybody out there is not familiar with Ming or Haku's stories about just fights and yeah. just being an overall tough guy, you really should check some of this stuff out, man. This guy pulled a dude's like teeth out yeah. and bit a guy's nose off. <laughs> Dude, he pulled a guy's teeth out with his fingers. Mm-hmm. He stuck his finger wow. in somebody's mouth, hooked his fingers, and pulled his two front freaking teeth out, mm. man. And then in another instance, uh, instance, he bit somebody's nose off. Mm. And that was, that's mean. Yeah, you don't mess with me. And, yeah. and his partner was the freaking barbarian. Barbarian just as equally. Yes. <laughs> Tough you know, and badass. I, I was watching a uh, shoot interview with Barb, and he was like, yeah, I'm scared of me. And I'm like, Jesus. Yeah. They said Andre was scared of me. Yeah. They, they said Andre was scared of two guys, Harley Race and, mm-hmm. and Haku. Or me, yeah. And that was it. Yeah. Um, and hell, but speaking of big hosses of guys, man, who are they going against but the Steiner brothers? Steiners. This is crazy and, and jacked. And, and, and just wide open, man. Yeah. They, they work 100 miles an hour. And this is obviously before Scott became Big Papa Pump, but Jesus, man, he right. was—he was still getting—he was, get, was getting that—he was, he was getting there. Oh, he was huge <laughs> in this match, and Rick has, has always has been just a, a hoss, man. And and dude, you talk, like I said, you got four <coughs> tough, big, no shit taking guys in yeah. this match, and they and it was a good, solid, hard hitting yeah. match, and it had a hell of a finish, a clean. For sure. Clean victory mm-hmm. for the faces of fear, and the Steiner brothers were going after the tag team belts at this time, and they were being pushed to the moon. Yeah, this is when Ted DiBiase was still their manager, right? And they got beat clean. Mean put, yeah. I believe it was Scott. I can't remember if it was Scott or Rick, but Mean gets the victory with the uh, tongue and death grip. Yeah, beats them clean in the ring. One, two, three. Man, one thing about this night, and I, I'm going to talk about it right now. That I loved was there was so many upsets. Well, well right. they were, yeah, yeah. They, surprise, they, yeah. surprise finishes. This was probably the last one. This was the last one of the card. But you know, you talk about Hector Garza, you know, and Scott Hall and Disco Inferno beating Alex Wright. Yeah. And then this one, you know, twenty one years later, Mike, forgetting the finish, I was like, oh shit, I, right. I marked out. Yeah. You know, a little bit. And I really was like, that's cool. And they were really pushing that in this show. This is the night of upsets. Yeah. They said that several times. But good match, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, solid, solid match. Uh, Let's see. Next, we got Randy Savage defeating Stevie Richards. Believe that? Can you really believe that? Can you believe Randy Savage would uh, beat Stevie Richards? Solid match. Solid. Solid, solid. It it was to push. This is, is, you know, Ravens Yes, yes. Stevie Richards. Yes, and that was basically what this match was more than anything, was just to kind of push the Ravens storyline. All right. Uh, there, there was a little bit of a stare down between Randy Savage and Raven after this match, after right. Stevie's defeated. And Never th- went anywhere with that. They did it, man. Because Macho Man gets out of the ring, Raven goes over and DDT Stevie Richards. Yeah. As I'm watching this, I'm like, why didn't they have Raven and Macho Man start some shit right there? That would have been big. Because yeah. I was a I huge mean, Raven mark. Yeah. I mean, I thought Raven yeah. was off the hook, man. And definitely underused and yeah, underutilized. For sure. Everywhere he went but ECW. Yeah. Even in WWF, the period that he was there, man, it just didn't really sink. Didn't he go to WWF? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm yes, pretty sure he sure did. did. 
But it just, once again... After the collapse of the ECW. Right. But it, once again, it's like, do you remember it? Kinda, right. Kind of not. Yeah. You know? But no, I always liked this flock. I did too. NWCW. I did too. Even with Van Hammer. I, I did too, man. <laughs> I, I thought it was one of the better gimmicks in WCW at the time, man. You know, they were well, they, they would they had the Kidman thing. Billy Kidman was great that in was, that. Yes. Uh, who else did they have? They uh, know, Scotty Steve, Riggs. Scotty Riggs with the one eye. One eye Riggs. <laughs> 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 nice. You had to keep an eye out for him. Yeah. But, uh, you know. Hey, he, they, he was the other Seco play. Hey. <laughs> The real sync of yeah. is in the house. Scotty Riggs, man. Yeah. They should have. Why in the hell didn't they put them together to take it? Talk about man. drop balls. 21 years later. Oh, yeah. shit. It was right here in front of us. Now, granted, Scotty or Syncope didn't see it, but we see it. Well, hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but once again, man, they were trying to push that angle, and it just. Decent match. Right. Decent. It was an yeah. enhancement. It was an yeah. enhancement yeah. match, is, is what it was. Yeah. Randy, all, all, as always, being. Randy Savage being yes. the, the man and, and uh, entertaining, you yes. know. And, uh, but, eh, you yeah. know. The only reason it was that high on the card, obviously, because Randy was in the match, you know. But, yeah, not right. bad. Go um, on well, next, Booker T defeats Conan and Scott Norton. But, right. In a, in by a disqualification in, in a two-on-one handicap, handicap match. match. Once again, solid, solid. Yeah. I mean, I, I never liked handicap matches with no. two legitimate guys. If you're going to do the handicap, I felt they should have been enhancement talents yeah. because you're really burying the guys. You know, like let, the best case scenario, the, the guy wins, and now you just bury yeah. two of your other guys. And if the other two win, well, hell, you just took all the heat out. Right. So, eh, you yeah. know. No. And I was always a big fan. Well, really, man, I'm a fan of all these guys. Uh, except Conan. Conan, I kind of went back and forth. Cake Dog is mm, all right. Conan was all right. Booker I T. I was never big on. I thought. Uh, Booker T was incredible, great, great, and yeah. he was really starting to come into his own. Right. His own. Right. Um, Scott Norton. See, never... I was a fan. Really? Yes, man. Once again, I like those legit tough guys, and okay. I like those. Le- and he was the arm wrestling champion. Right. So I like that. That legit. To me, he didn't need anything else. And brother, him with Buff Bagwell, vicious and delicious. What was your opinion? Because I love that team. I, I didn't care for it. Really? I just, because I wasn't a big Buff fan. Oh, and a Buff. I was never buff. a big Buff fan. The only time I liked Buff was with that with was that gimmick. Because it was Norton, too. But, man, I thought right. they complimented each other pretty good. Yeah. You know, Norton, a serious straight right. up. And you have Buff every clown in you. Know? Yeah. And, and they could work. I mean, you know, meh. Meh. Yeah. Meh. You know, I mean, they could work meh. enough. Yeah. And they had enough, I guess, charisma. Because even Scott Norton not having charisma was charismatic. Because he didn't really have to. But didn't that really just underline what WCW was? They weren't just good. They were good enough. Good. Uh, you could you can make an argument for that. But you know, at the same time, man, even on the WWF show, there could be a little bit of that as well. You yeah, know, you but know. they started weeding those out. Yeah, they did. And they also started working on the ones they didn't weed and out. The <laughs> ones that were just good enough, WCW seemed to elevate, elevate them. Elevate, more. elevate them, yeah. I'll and give keep you that. All, you know, the guys now, like, like Booker T. Right, right. Booker T's a prime example exactly. of that. He should have been in the top contention at yeah. this period. At this time. Because, man, he'd already proven himself with Harlem Heat over the years. And I loved Harlem Heat, too, man. Yeah. I mean, I thought they were on just on right. the hook, man. But once again, this match, you know, the two-on-one, eh. But, eh, it, it was what it was. Right. Not, 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 not bad. You know, not a bad match. 
This next one was really, I thought, was a pretty damn good match. Right. The main event. Right. It should have been main and, event. And, you know, I'm not a fan of one, obviously. Right. I know. And, I'm, <laughs> and I'm I love the other. Me too. One of them I'm a huge fan of. The other one I'm kind of indifferent. Right. I, I respect my light. Yeah, I think he's a decent worker. But who we're talking about, Jeff Jarrett is mm-hmm. the one that, you know, Mikey loves. and <laughs> 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 Loves to shit on. Yeah. No, but yeah. <laughs> But no, I mean, Jarrett was okay, but his opponent was Kurt Henning. Kurt Henning, man. Mr. Perfect. Probably, yes. Without a doubt, probably sure. the truest yeah, absolutely. ever, you know, yes. I mean, you know, his vignettes that he would do in WWF was, oh, was true. Yeah. They said a lot of that stuff he would get on the first try. Yeah. So like when he bowled the perfect game, he say, I think they did have to do a few research shoots, but man, he got really close. Yeah. Or maybe he did hit it. He may have actually got it, but... All that stuff, man, was really him. Right. He, he, they did it in mostly one or two takes. Yeah. He was really damn near perfect, man. He was really damn near perfect. And they were good, man. And this oh, was for and, sure. and this match was for the uh, WCW United States Championship. And uh, Kurt Henning won. And, you know, he defeated Jeff Jarrett once again to retain. He, he was going to a champion left champion. Okay. Beat him clean. I mean, it, it was it was a decent match, man. Oh, no, I should, excuse me. It wasn't decent. It was a good match. Right. It was a good match. And I'm going to say, man, all in all, I thought this Nitro, all in all, was a pretty damn good Nitro. Even with its imperfections, I, I still really enjoyed it. 21 years later, I was like, hey, man, this was good. But obviously, the big take-home from this thing was Bill Goldberg's right. debut. Yeah, that was the big sure. one. That, that was what is historic on this day, that Bill Goldberg debuted yeah. for the first time ever. And, and obviously, man, started changing the business. Yeah. You know. All right, well, brother, let's flip the channel. Okay. Let's turn it over to the USA Network. Well, USA for the Raw. Now, we didn't watch as much of this show back in the day right. as it was going on. We would catch it during the commercials for Nitro. Yeah. And even at this time, man, I still wasn't that big of a fan of Raw. I, I was. I, obviously, you know, I was a yeah. wrestling fan in general, but I still was really hard I remember Nitro. going home after we would watch Raw at your house and going back to the house and watching the replays of the Raw because right. they, they did replay. Right. Uh, afterwards, which was uh, fantastic. That was awesome, yeah. man. Yes. And uh, I think Nitro did that too, didn't they? They did. Yes, yeah. they did. Yes. Uh, they would have an hour, or whatever, TV. Yeah, and then they would just. It's like, oh my gosh! Now I'm starting to remember that. What was in between? Is it? It wasn't Renegade, was it? It was. Uh, oh shit! What was uh, that? What was there a show between that? It seems like it, man. I can't remember. Oh, I know what you're saying, though, man. They would because they would come back on around like midnight or something, yeah, or eleven or something. Yeah. Like it was later, because because uh, they were competing with the other replay from right. mistake. Yeah, I can't remember what show it was, man. But it was something related to wrestling, though. It had a, a didn't have like a wrestler in it, or I know it wasn't. It was no, it wasn't, it wasn't Thunder. That. It seems like there was something that, or, or or a star on the show was on Nitro at some point. I can't remember, man. I can't I, remember I, either. I'll have I to I have to look at that. Yeah, we'll have to go back and check this out. Yeah. Uh, but now, speaking of historic moments, this is the biggest moment, and this is the beginning of the other side's climb yes. to the war. Yeah, we we are about to see a shot. We just had a hell of a shot over here with Goldberg, man. Uh huh. We just hit a hell of a shot. They're shooting back. Yes. This this show once again is in Madison Square Garden. It's kind of it's kind of a trip how our his, history of today for WWF related uh, subject matter. Has fallen into Massive right. Square Garden because MSG man is a magical place. Yes, it truly is, man. It's it's historic in itself, and this mat or excuse me, this show is taking place from there. 
And once again, man, something really big happens a little yes. later in the show. Uh-huh. But let's talk. Let's kick it off with the opening match. Yeah. Um. Well, go ahead, bro. Ahmed Johnson defeats Rocky Mayavia. Rocky Mayavia. Now he is Mayavia. But now he is in the nation at this time. Yeah. He is in the nation. I don't think he is dropped. He's not dropped the Mayavia yet. All right. He's not the Rock. He may refer to himself as the Rock. But it's he, coming. It's coming. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. But he is a heel, right? And um, he is still going under the name Ivia. And good match, man. Oh, I mean, for sure. I, I was always a fan of Ahmed. You know, I know some people oh, thought yeah. he was great. Some people thought he sucked. I liked Ahmed yeah. Johnson. Yeah. And uh, Ahmed beats Rocky uh, clean in the ring. You can there tell you how go. old this is. There you go. But he beats him with the uh, Death Valley. What was it? the uh, Death Valley plunge? Or I'm thinking Death Valley driver, but that was Louis Piccoli. I can't. Yeah, that was. Uh... River Valley something. Anyway, it was his finisher. He did yeah. it clean. Oh, yeah. It's Good like match. A, like, a, like a slam spine buster. Yes, yes. Because uh, he kind of sits down with yeah. him as he slammed him down. And Once again, man, solid match. Yeah. I mean, really. Uh, you know, our next one is The Nation. Speaking of The Nation, uh, Farouk and Kama Mustafa, also known as The Godfather and Papa Shango. It's That's the, right. It's the same guy. Going against one of my favorite, if not my all-time favorite tag team, The Road Warriors. Yes, Legion of Doom. Absolutely. The cool. I think they win by disqualification. Yes, they did. Yes, they yeah. uh, do win by DQ. Uh, Sonny, the the gorgeous Sonny, was the uh, uh, ring announcer for this. You know, just go, let's talk about Sonny just for a minute. Uh, Jesus, man. At this time, I, I can't think of a more beautiful woman that was on the planet. She was, And she was good at what she did. Yeah. She got pro yeah. wrestling. She is the original diva for a reason. Hey, talk about it. It hurts my feelings. Oh, man. Every, every time I think about it. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> you know. And, and, yeah, yeah. Anyway, moving on, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> Good match. Yeah. Once again, man, solid match. Now we're starting to get into... All right. We're starting to get into it now. Owen uh, defeats Brian Pillman yes. by, by DQ. This was an awesome match. Yeah. The, I mean, these, these are two... And, and this isn't even Pillman in his his, his no, prime. No, 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 no. This is him coming up. I mean, he's he's rolling at this man. time, man. But dude, what a and talk about just two greats that we've lost. Yeah. You know, once again, rest in peace to Owen and to Brian Pillman. I mean, yeah, these guys were so great. And this was also during the time where Brian Pillman was feuding with Gold Dust, right? Because Terry Runnels had been taken away from uh, Gold Dust yeah. by Brian Pillman, and she changed her whole gimmick. Oh yeah, like she came out pretty much. Hot as shit is yeah, why she came yeah. out, man, because she had the whole like more goth thing going on, had the nose ring, mm-hmm. leather skirt. Oh, dude, man, yeah. it worked, it yeah. worked, and and that was a really good angle because yeah. Gold Dust put so much into that angle. Yeah. Um, but but anyway, Owen Hart does defeat Brian Pillman by another disqualification, right. you know, two in a row, but whatever. Um, you know, Gold Dust comes out, you know, he comes after Brian Pillman, he chases Brian Pillman around, he was trying to get Terry, they take it up, you know, up the ramp, yeah. Well, what's going on with Owen Hart at this time in, in the grand scheme of things, like in the grand storylines? He's got a pretty big feud with somebody because he hurt somebody. Oh, right. That's right. Oh, my gosh. And somebody is just now starting to come back from this injury. Yes. That somebody uh-huh. is none other than Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yes, sir. Now, for a little history on this angle. Well, it's not an angle, actually. No, this is just, a legit. Yeah, yeah, this legit a, happened. Yeah. Uh, Owen unfortunately puts uh, Stone Cold into a uh, tombstone power driver position. A sit down tombstone. It, it, basically, he sits down on a tombstone. Yeah. Uh, the tombstone is usually delivered by going down to your knees. Right. Um, I, I'm sure anybody's listening to this podcast knows 
what the difference between the two power drivers are. Yeah. Uh, you have the Paul Orndorff jumping, uh-huh. sit-down power driver with your face facing outward. Right. Where you could grab their thighs and you can, you know, cushion yourself and your neck as you go down. Yeah. Then you had the Undertaker tombstone type where you reversed and your head is facing your opponent. Yeah. And you drop to your knees. Once again, you don't even hit your head. Your your opponent, the one giving the pile driver's knees hit the mat, protects the other one. Right. Unfortunately, Owen f- kind of flips how you administer this move. He sets him up in the tombstone and then does a jump and sit down. Yeah. And it's it, almost like uh, if you remember the Steiner screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yeah. That's a good but example. It, but it, there's just no protection on no. it. And, and if you watch this move in slow motion, you can it see is. it breaks Stone yeah. Cold's neck. Yeah. And Stone Cold, being the That's tough son of a bitch yeah. he is, yeah. gets up and walks out. Yeah. But he has to take some time off. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, at this point in this show, he's he's back. Yeah. He's not wrestling. He's not competing yet. He's not being cleared to wrestle yet. Uh, so since he's not an active competitor, uh, the WWF have to hire security. For Brian Pim- I mean, it's for, for Owen Hart to right. make sure that Stone Cold doesn't get to him. Right. Well, guess what happens after the match? <laughs> <laughs> Owen is cutting a great, great heel promo. Talking about how he couldn't have done it without his brother, Brett. Really, man, Owen was so good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Owen was yeah. just so good across the board. But he is cutting this great heel promo, just thinking his brother, just really kissing his ass. Everybody's just booing, man. They're just not hearing it. Glass breaks. Out comes Stone Cold. Yeah. They brawl. The police yeah. get involved. Oh, yeah. The police get involved. Owen gets away. Uh-huh. Owen, Owen does get away from everything because of the cops. Somebody decides to intervene. <laughs> They've had enough, man. Uh, uh-huh. They don't want to see Stone Cold hurt himself. Yeah. They don't want to see Stone Cold hurt, not be able to compete for the fans. Yep. Uh, this person has the best of intentions. Right. This person owns the World Wrestling Federation. Oh, you're not talking about Sergeant Slaughter? No, not Sergeant Slaughter <laughs> this time. I'm talking about the one and only Mr. Vince McMahon. Oh, my God. The, big, was, the big guy. The big V. Yeah. Not Big Daddy V. Yeah. But the big V. The big, big the, the big V. Big Mac. The big V. The big V on this one. Yeah. Who is still commentating at this All Right. He confronts Stone Cold uh-huh. and tries to talk to him. Mike, I, I will say, man, God bless Vince McMahon, too. Because he's like, we don't want to see you hurt, right. Stone Cold. Steve, we want you to compete. We want you here for a long time. The WWF loves you. We want to do it. Stone Cold starts coming around. You know what, Vince? I guess I can work in your system. I guess I can do it for you. And I guess you can kiss my ass. <laughs> Mike, what happened next, bro? Oh, my God. Is is the the shot. The shot. I, I would say the, the shot. The shot. Yeah. Absolutely. That was fired. That was heard around the world and started... I would say the war, as it was, there there were battles, but this was the shot that started the war. To me, this was WWF's almost Gettysburg in a way. Right. It was like, oh, you're beating the shit out of us, because let's face it, man, they, we were getting, they were getting beat down. Yeah. Well, here's all, here's what we're gonna do, and you, you you know we call it the shot heard around the world, but I call it the stunner. Yeah. Heard around the world, and I also call it the worst stunner in history. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Vince. But they, hey man, he, hey, he, he took just it. Like, uh, yeah. He, yeah, yeah. He's not a wrestler. <laughs> exactly. He's not a wrestler. Exactly. And he still took it. Yeah. 
Mike, let me tell you, brother. He's not bumping like he's a wrestler. He's, a, he's an announcer. He's an announcer. At right. this point, that's all he is. An owner, but, yeah, but of course. He's, and he's really not known as yeah. the owner at this yeah. time. It's very. It's oh, that's not, true. It's that's known, true. Okay. But it's not talked about. Right. It's kind yeah. of known, you know, because the steroid yeah. trials happen, and you know, he's come yeah. out, and people do know that he owns it. But he, for our, for all intents and purposes, for the fans, he's just the yeah. announcer, right. commentator, right. Uh, this may be like Jack Tony taking a yeah, yeah, Thank you. Yes, yes. And, and, and you know, just speaking of, of, and obviously we're going to talk about just a whole lot more. But you know, I just want to take a quick moment just to put over Vince as a commentator. Yeah. He does not get. I, no, he, he gets nowhere sure. near no. the credit he deserves yeah. for his commentating, man. Yep. Nobody put anything over WWF quite like Vince McMahon. No. It, it was almost like his life depended on it. Right. Because well, it exactly. Because it kind of yeah. did. Other than maybe Jr. JR could put him over oh, like nobody, sure. like nobody else could. For sure. But Vince is very, very, very underrated. I think so. Very underrated. Probably the most underrated. Not not the best, obviously. I'm just saying underrated, not given his just due, man. Because, God, right. damn, he was the shit. Yes, sir. But, uh, this stunner, when he hit, uh, you see people in the crowd praying. They uh, had their hands up in the prayer like, please do it. Please do it. Yeah. Mike, when he hit that stunner, yeah. 21 years later, watching this on the network, I still I still have that feeling. I still caught that energy. I still yeah. got those goosebumps. Yep. And I was like, "Oh, this is it." Yeah. There now it's on, nothing, bro. Nothing had ever been done Not, like this. No. No. And man, and here's the kicker, though, Mike. That this this situation was the mid card. Yeah. This was the midpoint of the show. Yeah. And bro, that, I was just like, "Oh, where, right. do, where do you go from here?" And now I will say, I don't know if the show could carry on from that, but they did pretty damn good. Right. But let's just take a moment just to just to revel in yeah. what happened. Yeah. Because like you said, Mike, this was it. I mean, oh, yeah. Th- this was, like I said, it wasn't the final bomb. No. But it was the first one. Yes. It was, it was the first one from the other side. Yep. This one was like, we see what you guys are doing on Nitro. You guys are ahead of the curve right now. But we also see that the people are loving this redneck son of a bitch. Right. And we're going to show you guys yeah. exactly what he can do, man. Exactly. And damn if he didn't do it. Yes, sir. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful angle, man, that yeah. just was going to take it on into the next and year. And all whole life. Now. A whole new life unto itself. Yes. Cause, and we will do a podcast just on that, man, because yeah. we got to keep on going. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. but that that's it. For today's episode, this is the peak. This yes. is the most historic. Yes. And once again, guys, this went on the same night Goldberg appears. All right. This is going on yeah. neck to neck, man. This yeah. is going on roughly around about the same time, man. Yeah, now, the Goldberg sure. thing happened a little before this, right? As far as time wise goes, yeah. but we're talking about the first hour. We're mm-hmm. talking about two historic events happening on the same night. And God damn it, Mike, I can't even fucking watch Raw now for five minutes without getting bored to death. I know. Okay, but anyway, I digress. I know. So, Cactus Jack, another debut. Yeah, well, you know, bring, breaking out the Cactus Jack character. Yes. You know, uh, you know of course, he's always done Mankind, Mankind. In, in the WWF. But dude Love. Bre- dude Love. Uh, but he's breaking out Cactus Jack to go against Triple H in a street, street fight. fight. Yeah, this is a big, big deal because, you know, they they kind of shot away from, you know, his, his previous. His old, right, right. Know, his previous persona. Yeah. Uh, because it was so hardcore, and uh, just uh, it wasn't PG. It wasn't right. That, yeah. Even even with the attitude, man, it was mm-hmm. still like, oh, you yeah. Know, we're talking death matches yeah. here. You know, we're not talking about yeah. just some hard hit stuff. We're talking about ears getting ripped off yes. and thumbtacks and fire. Yep. You know, so yeah, you know, yeah. kind of want to distance that. You know, right? But not tonight. Nope. 
not tonight. And this starts the three faces of Foley. Yeah. Gimmick. It's true. And you know, Mike, what I really loved about watching this is how they did the interview with Mankind, Dude Love, and Catches Jack. They had the interview. More. Yes. Yep. And, they, and they had them all talking, and, you know, out comes Catches Jack. And good match, yeah. man. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Triple H, but you got to give the devil's due, man. And this was a great match. Yeah. Great match. Him and him and Mick always did For work sure. great. I mean, they had a chemistry yeah. that because their gimmicks and styles are so different, different. and they look so totally different. different. Yeah. You know, going back to what we were talking about, kind of like the Kevin Owens thing. You know, Mick Foley has such a different body type right. versus Triple H's. You know, cut chiseled body. Exactly. And you have the 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 blue blood. You know, the I'm better than you type character versus well, Cactus Jack right. is a, a, a character unto himself. Yeah. You know. Uh, good match, man. You know, obviously, Catches Jack won. You know, you can't really build it like that and not put the man over. It's a solid match. Yeah. solid match. And our main event, a non-title match. It's right. a non-title, uh, which it really wouldn't have mattered. But our champion, Bret Hart, who, once again, man, huge fan. You know, huge fan. Defeated, once again, another huge fan, or I'm a fan of, is Goldust. Yeah. Goldust was really getting pushed pretty big at this point. For, for good reason. Yeah, you know? definitely. I mean, because uh, I, th- I think everybody was kind of getting into the Goldust character. Yes, because uh, he's put it over sure. so good. Oh, yeah. Dustin yeah. put that over so to, well. To where it was past the point of, of, okay, this is weird, this is awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. this is this is actually kind of... Kind of innovative. Yeah. It, it, it's cool. catching my it's yeah. catching my attention. Yeah. I'm interested. Yeah. You know, I'm not just seeing something for shock value. I'm seeing something I'm getting emotionally involved in. Right. Now. Right. Yep. Good match, man. For uh, sure. Uh, he's uh, defeated, obviously, by Brett with the sharpshooter. He taps out. But, man, I mean, it was it was a really, truly a great match. Um, now, Mike, you know, something else pretty cool happened 18 years ago. Yes. Uh, now, and, now, right here is where I'm really going to need your expertise as a historian. Uh, someone wins the U.S. title. And I'm thinking this might have been this person's last major title. Is that correct? For sure. And uh, that, I would say, well, yeah. I believe it was the last major championship. This let's see, what year was this? Let's see, man. It was 18 years ago, so it would have been, um, oh, good, 2000. Yeah, it was 2018. <laughs> I am a math guy. So it would be 2000. I think so. I would say... Yeah, at least major. Uh, yeah, because he never probably, won anything in WWE, and this was after ECW. Yeah, it was definitely after ECW. So yeah, I would say last major title. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. And that man is the legendary, the one and only former world champion, former ECW world champion. Yes, the one and only from the Double Cross Ranch. Yep. Which I love that name. I've always loved that name. I've always loved that. And of course, we're talking about the one and only Terry Funk. Man, uh, on this day, he defeats Lance Storm yes. for the U.S. title, the, the WCW U.S. title, and that would go on to become Terry's, you know, final right. major title. Yeah, and you know, and my, he's still going. He still does stuff, man. Oh my god! They, they, he he will probably go in the ring, and I can't think of a better place. <laughs> you know, I mean, Terry, God bless Terry Funk. Yeah, and you know, Mike, I think that's probably as far as some of the other historic things that's happened. Man, it's a little outside of my. I guess my fandom, you know, because I guess to me, nothing really too major happened after that for me as a fan. All right. <laughs> you know, um, Ter- Terry winning that title to me is like, okay, well, where do we go from there? You, you know, as far as this, the history goes. Yeah. Um, well, you know, you, you start talking about, say, like, uh, 
like an unforgiven pay-per-view. You know, there were some, you know, some big stuff going on there. You know, some of the notable matches were was Chris Jericho defeating Ric Flair to retain the, the IC title. Right. Um, obviously, you know, Eddie Guerrero defeating Edge. Great right. match. Uh, Triple H defeated Rob Van Dam to retain the world. The world. Heavyweight champion. Or the WCW. I mean, well, at this point, they were calling yeah. it the But it's the big gold belt. The big gold. Big gold, right. Um, right. Trish Stratus. One, who beautiful. is beautiful. And, 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 and fucking talented, yes. man. Dude. Innovative. Innovative. One of the best wrestlers of all time. Wrestlers. I'm putting yes. her up there with, with Rick. I'm putting her up there with Dusty, man. She is, in my opinion... Trish Stratus was that good. And, man, listen, like you just said, beautiful Jesus, man. Yeah. I mean, God. Yeah. Anyway. And defeated Molly Holly for the uh, WWE uh, Women's Championship. Correct. Right. Okay. Uh, of course, we had a classic <laughs> with uh, Chris Benoit. <coughs> Who was that again? Chris Benoit. <laughs> Hey, still we, wrestling. Hey man, we hey, we can't hey. we, we don't erase history. No, we don't erase history. Yeah, you, you can't. You it's can't, there, no, especially with that man's right. history. You know, unfortunate, God Almighty, yeah. man, to say the least. That's putting it very, very, very mildly. But it yeah. happened, yeah. and and this was a great match, man. It yeah. was. It was Chris Benoit and Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle. I mean, you can't Two, get any better than that. Yeah, you really don't. Man. No. you really don't. Um, and then you had Brock Lesnar uh, fight the Undertaker to a decent double DQ for the. WWE title. So you basically had two major titles on this, but Mike, you missed a match, bro. I did. Yes, sir, you did. Which one? Uh, go back up just a little bit. It was okay. there. You go. There you go. Come back down just a little bit, man. Uh, we're talking about uh, Billy and Chuck. Oh shoot, I did <laughs> against Three Minute Warning. And I like yeah. Three Minute Warning. I did too. I was really into Three Minute yeah. Warning. They I'm were a, they were awesome. They, 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 they were, were scary. Badass. Yes, yeah. They're one of the last real true teams that got me like yeah. To be completely honest yeah. with you, all these years later. Well, and, I don't know. You should see uh, um, the new guys from uh, NXT. They're in on the main roster now. Huge guys. I'm trying to remember uh, their name. Uh, oh wow. Uh, Authors of Pain. I've heard of them. Yes, I've heard of them. I haven't seen them. I'm yes. not familiar with them. Really good. Big, scary guys. Really, really. I For sure. To, I may need to give WWE another chance, yeah. man. Because, give some of it, definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I need to do that. But, you know, the, these guys, and I, I like Billy and Chuck. I, yes. I, I thought it was I a cool little angle, man. Yeah. One of the best angles I saw after the war ended was probably that marriage. You know what I'm talking about? My God. When Eric I Bischoff. Still, I still watch that and I'm like, holy that, God, that was awesome. one of the best things I've ever seen. Ever, ever, ever. 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 From, from yeah. the 80s, 70s on up to, to Would modern Would never age. have known in a, in a lifetime that was Eric Bischoff under that. And when he said, I forget what he, how they would trigger did it. Say, did you say at three minutes? Yes, yeah. right. He, he did it in that old man voice. And it was like, what, what? And then, then they hit, Holy man. Shit. That was off the hook, man. And then they, you know, did the the the, the three minute was it three minute drop or whatever yeah, they did to yeah, yeah. Stephanie. Yeah. In the whole locker room, everybody, yeah, everybody healed, came out, man. Heal, baby. It didn't matter. They they hit it all. That was good, good shit, bro. Oh, good, good stuff, I man. Still pop over that. Oh, I do too, man. Like I said, that was in my opinion one of the best post war, yeah. best ever. Ever, man. I mean, any era, any generation, My man. God, that was, was one of the so coolest good. things, man. It was so good. Uh, yes, it was, man. You know. Well, Mike, you know, unfortunate. Well, first of all, man, is there any more that we want to go over here? Because I know we have some unfortunate 
things that we, right. you know, that we definitely have to discuss before we sign off today. And we actually lost some people on this day. The we didn't. The first one I want to talk about is uh, Jorge Gonzalez. Yes. Uh, also known as Giant Gonzalez or Elegante. Oh, yeah. Uh, Elegante will never probably be given a lot of respect for his technical skill. He just won't. Oh, um, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm one of those guys that you know, you know, talk a lot of shit, you know, that you know, with Elegante and just how terrible that all that stuff was, you know, you know, with and the giant Gonzalez too. Like when he wore the suit with the, the hair, body suit. <laughs> yeah. the body suit with the hair. Not, but but man, but you gotta give some thing. props. He is definitely, he is definitely in that history of of just. You know the monsters, big. Uh, the big guy, yeah. the monster. You know whichever it was, because he was he was a babyface in uh, WCW, You're but right. uh, in in the WWF, he was that big monster that they were feeding big. to the Undertaker. Exactly, man. And it and for what he was in his position, yeah. And when in his condition as well, you know that's why I don't right. know if a lot of people do realize, man, that these giants like Paul White, yes, know, the Big Show. Andre, obviously, you know, Elegante, man, these guys are in poor health. I mean, the Big Show, I don't know, I think when Big Show's uh, condition was called, he was young enough to where they could stop it, and is why he didn't go as bad as Andre and Elegante, but, man, these guys suffered. I mean, they really did, and that's why when people kind of, you know, especially Andre, obviously, had never, you know, had anybody down him, or everybody gives Andre his proper respect. for sure. But, you know, Elegante, man, you got to remember... He, he was in poor health. He was, you know, mm-hmm. just beat the hell up. Yeah. But he still went out there. He still he already, yeah, he already yeah. came in with, with a bad knee. Yeah, exactly, which is why he didn't play from basketball. basketball. Yeah. Right. And, uh, yeah, no, is, he, is, can, is him and Bret Hart ever going to be put in the same category? No, of course not. But you've got to give him his props for who yeah. he was and using, you know, the advantages he could use. Right. Even with him being a disadvantage in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um. But the, the last person I want to bring up, Mike, who unfortunately passed away on this day as well, and somebody I know me and you both are big fans of this man. Well, my favorite, one of my favorite persons in, in wrestling. Of all time ever. Yeah. And you want no to matter do, what he did. No matter what gimmick, no matter <laughs> nope. what. But, Mike, would you like to introduce the man? Or, or that would be Ray Trailer, otherwise known as the Big Boss Man. Yes, sir. Otherwise known as Big Bubba big Rogers. Big Bubba Rogers. Um, the guardian angel. The guardian angel. I think the boss, the boss maybe. Man. Yeah, um, just he, the boss, the just, boss just, man. Right, and then in his later career, just Ray Trailer, which is all you needed. Yeah, which is all you needed, man. I mean, what what can you say about the boss man? I mean, what can you say? I mean, or what can you say about Bob? I mean, yeah, they first of all in shoot interviews and things like that. Everybody across the board will tell you that this guy was awesome yeah. behind the scenes. You rarely see that in shoot interviews with different wrestlers talking oh, about different yeah. people. Very few people will say that this person was just the one of the best people ever across the board. Right. You know, you'll have one where he was all right. Somebody, ah, oh, he sucked. This guy Ray Trailer no. is across the board yeah. considered to be just one of the nicest. Yeah. Down home. Between like him and Bobby Eaton. Yeah, there you go, man. That's another per- perfect example. Yeah. But you know, the first time, only time that I got to see Hulk Hogan, my hero as a kid, wrestle was against the Big Boss Man. All right. You know, the Big Boss Man put the cuffs on him. Oh. Hulk prayed to the Lord above. He got the strength <laughs> from the big maniac upstairs and all right, those little right. maniacs down here. Yeah. He broke the chains, man. He broke the tie, the chains that bind. 
He beat the big boss Boom. man. And I kind of find out Hogan has said that Ray Trader was one of his favorite people. For sure. That's why he would bring For him sure. in and go on tour with him because he was just so awesome to so work good. with, man. Just bump. Bump for bump he put for. you over. Yeah. And he was so big he didn't have to do that. No. Um, and everything my, he did. My, my, my fondest memories are just Big Bubba. Big Bubba, yeah. Big oh, Bubba. Because so Big much. Bubba was scary as hell. He was legit, man. He didn't say anything. He just, he didn't have to. When Dusty broke that chair over his head. And he just no-sold it. Oh, dude, when him and Oli had their cage match, cage match, you talk about two freaking bulls, Ronnie man. Ronnie Garvin and, and him, yes. the street fight at oh. Starcade 86. Dude, that was amazing. And, man, let's not forget that this man is a former champion, right. a world champion for the UWF. Yeah. Man. We, don't, we don't really oh, bring yeah. that up, man. Exactly. He was a world exactly. heavyweight champion, a world-recognized yep. heavyweight wrestling champion, yep. man. You know, we have to put that over because UWF was big. Yes. I mean, they were coming up, man. They were really that good, and he was so good that he was their champion. And he was legit. Yeah. I mean, he was just so legit. But, you know, I think my favorite moment of the Boss Man Ray Trailer moment, period, is probably the cage match that him and The Undertaker had. I forget which WrestleMania, but it was one where the brood dropped from the ceiling. Uh-huh. And they hung okay. the boss man. Right, right. That, I was like, holy yeah. shit. Yeah, okay. I, I love that. Yeah. And I'll tell you some other things that the boss man gimmick in WWE I really loved. I did like the pepper steak. I thought that was hilarious. I didn't like the match I went to see in the kennel match. Now, that, that stunk that up That was here. It was in Charlotte. Uh, yeah. I was at that match. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was yeah. actually the last WWF match I've been to. Yeah, WWE. thank you. Yeah, I, you know, I just can't. I can't bring myself to go to another. But one. no, no father of their own. You know that no, was the no, ill-conceived no. match with you know. The match you don't work with, with two things. You don't work with kids. And you don't work animals. with animals. And there you go, man. Yeah. But the way they run that angle where Boss Man fed Al Snow his dog and he called it Pepper Steak. Pepper Steak. Because his name, the dog's name was Pepper. Yeah. And so he called it Pepper Steak, man. I, or the big, or the uh, big show. You remember when he when he? Holy <laughs> shit! What the hell, man? What that the was, hell? Yeah, that was a whole new level. That, I mean, he. What? <laughs> tell, tell, tell him, brother. Yeah, that was the I'm whole speechless. thing. Um, sure. I, I think honestly, I think it may have been done in bad taste. Oh yeah. This whole angle with the show, saying his father had died. Yes. Uh, what cancer? It's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. correct, right. But, which was not even was the case work. at all. It was yeah. all work. Yeah, not, yeah it's not really. Not <laughs> and he's at the funeral, and here comes <laughs> the big boss man. <laughs> Hooks a chain up to the casket, <laughs> takes off. He's, he's on this, this speaker, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's on. He's on this car speaker yeah. and talking. Talking shit. Talking shit at the funeral. At the funeral, he drags off his coffin. And the big show jumped on the oh, coffin. No. <laughs> Daddy, Daddy, dude, it was so great. And you know what else? I think that the, the, what we just discussed with the boss man, man, the, the hanging in the cage, because you know, man, he was really being pushed because uh -huh. of Vince's uh, corporation. He was the enforcer. Yeah, he was like the bodyguard, kind of, right. kind of doing the big Bubba thing. You know, but now he's in SWAT gear. Yeah, SWAT gear. That which was bad. looked really cool. That was badass, yeah. man. Yeah, that, that was the shit. That was he was original Shield. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes, For sir, sure. man. And then what was the best part is he got to keep the big boss man. Yeah. It worked. Yeah. It was reinvented yeah. and it was uh, modernized. Yes. And it still worked. Yeah. And it also goes to show how Vince can see talent, mm -hmm. or at least at this time, you know, how or his team could see talent 
and utilize them because man, they never did anything with Bubba like that in no. WCW. No, I mean it was such a drop ball. Yeah, man. they just they just never could get off the ground with him. But man, he goes to WWE and does some of the coolest stuff that we're talking about right now. Right. And you know, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, we just want to say God bless Ray Trailer for sure, dude. For everything, I mean, he did. everything, and rest in peace, brother. And if there's a great wrestling ring up in the sky, I know he's in there, and um, with a lot of other great, great guys. But unfortunately, today, you know, of all the great stuff that happened today, you know, that is an unfortunate. And brother, he was only 41 years old. Only 41. It's two years younger than I am. I know. That's that's. Uh, that's a trip in itself. Yeah. That is. But, uh, well, Mike, man, you know, I kind of hate to start wrapping it up on, on such a down note. Uh, no, it, I, I think it is a celebration. It is. Definitely for, because yes. he did some great stuff. He did man. some great stuff. And man. it wasn't one of those tragic, it wasn't one of those, uh, um, tragic end, you know, like what uh, could or, a more, or a more, or a more to end to a, to a great career. Career. Uh, career, you know, man. He, he went sure. out on yeah. top, and, uh, which is where he should have been. Yeah. And um, God bless Ray Trailer. Well, brother, I guess we're going to go ahead and start wrapping this bad boy up, man. Um, you know, other than just bitching about drugs and uh, <laughs> everything else, uh, I think today went pretty well, brother. Absolutely, man. I enjoyed man. it, man. Uh, once again, thank you for opening up the uh, the store to let us come in here to the Pud Cave and take care of business. And obviously, uh, listen to the commercial that you heard a little earlier in the show. You know, get on down here to Game Swap and... Uh, the Millennium Wrestling Federation will be having a show tonight, so I guess y'all won't hear it. Unless <laughs> <laughs> well, I really bust my ass today and get this exactly. thing. Exactly. I'm all right. Yeah. I'm all right. Hey, man, if you hear this today on Saturday, um, yeah, that go is on tonight. out there and see him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm going to try to swing by there myself at some point and uh, say how everybody's doing. But uh, once again, I want to just give a special shout-out to those guys. I uh, also want to give a shout-out to uh, David Hayes and Chris Barnes. They're a new podcast. Uh, this is a work. Should be coming up hopefully this week. Hopefully this week. So if you're a fan of review shows like we reviewed All In, right. uh, they're going to be reviewing the Hell in the Cell pay-per-view. Yes. So uh, really looking forward to that. Definitely give those guys a listen. And uh, you know, like we were saying earlier, spread the word, guys. Let people know about us. We want to get that 100 subscribers where we can do this pud show. Yes. We want to do this All show for time. you guys, man. And uh, we just need you guys to get that up because you can't get it for free, people. Ain't no free lunch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got to get yeah. that 100 up. That's the thing. You know, you got any questions, comments, uh if Whatever. you got any critiques, um, yeah, send it to uh, Jason Finger at P.O. Box. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's Mikey Finger. Shoot it, shoot, yeah, shoot, us, shoot it to us, man. Just man. last night. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of I touched on it last week. You know, man, I've had, we've actually, well, between both of us, we've actually had a decent amount of people who want to come on. Yes. And do things. And, man, we want to try to do it. You know? October, well, starting next week and, and through October, is going to be a fun time. We 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 sure. we are going to be doing some really cool stuff next yeah. week. No spoilers, but next right. week, man, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I, new I, level, new new level, man. Next week is all I'm going to say. Uh, definitely want to tune in next week. Yes. Uh, want to tune in every week though. Tune every in every week, every week. Yeah, absolutely. Every but, you week. Know, help us get the word out, man. Help us get those twitters up, man. We want ten. We want ten Twitter followers. Come on, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, we want 100 uh, YouTube subscribers. We can do that. We got 100 likes on our Facebook page. I know we can get 100 yeah. subscribers. And thank you guys for that. That's a milestone we hit this week, Mike. We hit that 100 on our Facebook. Hey, man. That's awesome, man. That, that is incredible to me. I can't. I, yeah. I, you know, it's one of those things where I'm like, because I got the little notification. It's like, you just, your page just hit 100 likes. I'm like, what? Oh. 
What the shit? I don't know if I know 100 people. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Must be people that we don't know. Nice. <laughs> it's like, hey, man, that, it's awesome. Thank you, guys. And like I said, definitely come and see GameSwap and definitely uh, go see the Millennium Wrestling Federation. And like Mikey said earlier, if you want to, you know, maybe get a commercial on here, maybe get a little ad going Let's on, talk to us. You know, we'll work something out. I'll make the ad. We can, you know, we, we ain't going to try to rob you, but, you know, we ain't going to do it for free. No, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we'd appreciate it. We yeah, definitely appreciate we'll, we'll get you going. We'll get you hooked up. We'll get get your business on here and spotlighted. Yes, you know, because I mean, we we have about fifty people yeah. <laughs> that listen to us. Hey, man, that's fifty people you that, you, a, that you're going to reach. Or, yeah, even if you don't have a business, you want to give a shout out, anniversary, Come, birthday. Let, let, us let us know. Now we ain't going to charge you for shout that. Out. No. Yeah, you ain't we ain't going to. Right. Yeah, we'll see. Depends we'll on see how that. how in depth you are. Yeah, amen, yeah. brother. Amen. Yeah. We'll, we'll take it. You want to write a special song for somebody? Then well, yeah, that's, that's going yeah. to put put some change in it. We take we take plastic. Right, right. Just saying, we got a square. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, once again, guys, uh, we enjoy it, Mike, brother. Thank you again. And uh, anything you like to end us with? Man, just. This has been an awesome one, and it's definitely therapeutic for my, this oh, week. <laughs> this is therapy, man. This is absolutely therapy. And if we seemed a little harsh or a little, uh, you know, fuck all y'all yeah. earlier today, well, we meant every fucking oh, word. Oh, fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> man, fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, guys, we love y'all, and thank you guys, seriously. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep it going, brother. That's it. All right, man. Well, until next week, y'all puds have a good one. And not only that, David, I understand we're right at the end of our program. No, we have got to go. This has been a great event. There's some people out there that hate us today. <laughs>